Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, Kiss Army. This is Stephen Michael from the Growing Up Rock podcast. You wanted the best. You got the best. Or in this case, whatever it is we had left over after Tom and Zeus snuck into Paul Stanley's dressing room backstage and stole his bottle of cooking wine and his pair of Dr. Scholl's platform boot inserts. Get ready to laugh with these two on this week's episode of the Shout It Out Loudcast. Oh boy. Here we go. Boy. Stop pressing the buttons. Star Broker Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like this? Settle down. Something. Um, I believe we're live. Yes, it says live. we're live. I think yes. so. Real entertaining wow. so far. Is it Memorex? Is that a Michigan hat, Seuss? Yes, it is. All right. Hi guys! Yeah. Hi, hi guys! Hey guys! Hey, Bruce Kulik. Hey guys! How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're live. Is uh, I'm I'm disappointed. I haven't heard Murph. Uh, Murph hasn't been the first to comment yet. Oh, oh, do we? Oh, hang on. No. Why is Murph not he, on with us? Yeah, why why Murph? Why is Murph on with us? He's in New York City uh, this weekend. Ah. He went. He's going to see because his daughter goes to school there, and then there. Uh, he's he's taking he's taken in a couple shows. He's high society. Ah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, let me let me be the first to say cheers and congratulations to number two zero zero. Thank you, gentlemen. You awesome. Love you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. No beverages. What, is, what the hell? Is that an iron? Oh, that's nice, Sonny. Hand carved too, baby. Both sides. By you, out of a piece of driftwood? No, no. Look at the handle, too, dude. Look at that. That's beautiful. Oh, it's, like the, yeah. it's like the flag, right? Yeah. Steve. Cool. Yeah. I'm finding it extremely difficult to take you seriously with that hat on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's my, the uh, gift. It's Nate from this year. Since you left yours on the boat, I had to wear mine. I, 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 I have uh, my snow globe on display. I have my lunchbox full of trinkets. 
Stephen Wood says, settle down, Penny Packer. <laughs> I'm only here because I was duped. Duped into what? Oh, you thought we Oh, gonna... yeah. Is that the VHS? I got two of them, baby. Oh, my God. Mine got smashed in college. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, why did we break that? <laughs> you didn't. It was Jimmy. Because oh. he did something, I and I broke his... Uh, he had, like, uh, UFC, like, fight two <laughs> on cassette, and I broke his. So he took my exposed and broke. Remember that? Jimmy's Jack, Jack's starting off with a Prince question. Why? Uh, because, hey, how dare you? What's the pr- What was the Prince guitar, the first of your replicas that you got? No, actually, the Prince guitar was one of the last. Um, the first replica I got was uh, the Jack Daniels bass. I had it made. Michael Anthony. Yeah, but the yeah. first guitar I got was uh, I have a Loch Ness Monster Steve Vai green in here. It's number 762. It's in here somewhere. Damn. That's oh, with the God. handle, right? Yeah, yeah. Six string, though. Oh. So everybody who's joining us now, we just decided to have some fun with our longtime podcasting buddies, uh, Steve and Sonny. 200 episode drop today. It's Saturday night. Why not hang out and just have some drinks? Shoot the shit. 200. Didn't think you'd make it to 20. Congratulations. I didn't think we'd make it to one. <laughs> you like my robe? Oh, no. Dude, this is not a fashion show. We should have worn. A, we should have all worn ours. No, we should not have. <laughs> I can go get mine. No, don't do it. This this was our Kiss Cruise. But if I if I do the the hat goes back on. Our Kiss Cruise ten and everything else comes off. I was just gonna say that. Maybe. I was just gonna say that is a nightmare strip joint routine. <laughs> Hello. The we kid. want people to actually watch, not click off. Yes, yes. Listen, yeah, this is yeah. Actually, the, the the purpose of this is to introduce our new OnlyFans page. Yes, yeah, we exactly. It. We, we've oh. all roomed with Sonny, so we would know what we're getting, and we don't want that. Oh. Hey, we gotta say, I, I have to get a chance to say, um, our friend Gabli Digook is on here. With oh, us. that's right, Lisa. Yep, yes, one of the many, many female listeners of this show. Yeah, uh, I think we have two. Her and Tracy are <laughs> on here. It's not just a sausage party anymore. Yeah. yeah. Hey, author James Campion. Yes. All right, James. Great book. Yes. And uh, I was going to say, right. two, if you count Tony, it's three. Uh, be nice. <laughs> Tony was bearable. Uh, Tom, uh, I think, oh, I floated the theory that yeah. if you separate Tony from Sonny, Tony's bearable. Oh, it's my fault. Yes. That oh was Tom's theory. I told that was my that was my analysis. Call, calling Dr. Tom broke down and said if Tony is away from Sonny, <laughs> then we can get a we can get a good Tony. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can agree with that. There's oh. only one other person that agrees with that, and that's his dad. So I guess you guys are both in the same place. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, Sonny, you were kind of you should be glad you didn't make it to the cruise because the ice cream there was not very good. Oh, that would upset me. Oh, that they didn't have the buckets. The soft serve was like, I don't know, milk. The soft yeah. serve you could eat with a straw. Yeah. That's that's bad. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't very good. You didn't have the rotating buckets. Oh, what do they got? Banana coconut? Oh, yeah, I'll take that. 
They didn't have anything like that. Hey, Sonny, mind. Brad wants to know if your camera is in reverse. Isn't your sidewall usually on your left? Is my That's your right. In reverse. That's my right. Yeah. No, because if you look up in the corner, you can see the kiss is written the right way. Yeah. The, this is on my right. It's supposed to be on my right. Okay. Brad's already thinking too much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Brad, uh, stop thinking. Brad is uh, Paul's star on the right eye. <laughs> that would be a yes. Yeah, Murph checks in. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is hi, Steve, and whatever, Sonny. What? Ooh. what? I don't know, salty wow. Murph. You know what? Okay. You know what? I guarantee you, that's Murph. Murph's had a few beers. It's Saturday night. He's yeah. in the city. He's probably drunk. So I, apparently, James enjoys the bathroom story. Author James Campion, by the way. Okay. Who uh, has a new book out, by the way? So we should be nice and plug it, right? Beatles. Yep. Make a sad song, right? It's about yep. uh, Hey Jude. So, yep. um, yeah, that whole. I don't know if people picked up on it. Who did we have? Oh, look, Scout's joining us. Scout yeah, checks in. Yeah. Scouts I don't think we in. really Woo! got into it. Um, I don't think, uh, I think we had to explain it to Eddie, too. He's like, yeah, what was up with that bathroom thing? Like, well, I don't want to get banned from Kiss Cruises for the rest of um, our lives, right? Will eventually. It'll happen. Yeah. Well, thanks. But yeah, the bathroom story was uh, uh, a little similar to the elevator story from Creatures Fest. Let's just say that. Yeah, and great. And now this is like live on Facebook, so we can't <laughs> edit it. But now, now we're now forget it. Well, then we'll have to have people listen to the episode. At least it'll be worth it, <laughs> right? So uh, Tom and I were talking about doing something. Hey, we're gonna do our two hundred. So we're like, let's have some fun. Let's invite our friends on. Just shoot the shit. No agenda. No draft. Just make fun of each other and laugh about stupidity. So that's quite easy with the four of us. Oh yeah, yep. And we figured, why not have our Bestest buddies and longtime podcast extraordinaire. Uh, and nobody, you guys. So we, we ended up with you guys because we couldn't. Find <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't find any longtime buddies yeah. or podcast extraordinaire. Yeah, so you wanted the best. You got the you, you but they couldn't fucking make you wanted it. the best. Yeah, yeah. You got Steve and Sonny. <laughs> we sent out 500 right. texts and only two idiots answered. <laughs> That's what that is. And I answered by accident. I was work. duped. I was duped. <laughs> okay, heavy. Ma- All right, you know what? Look, I gotta jump it. Heavy Mayo is using his significant other's Facebook page. That is a f- that's offensive. Heavy Mayo, get your own goddamn account, <laughs> dude. It's Facebook. He's better off without it. That's fine. true. So who, who's Heavy Mayo? Lisa. Uh, <laughs> Sue. 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 Where's that? I didn't. I missed Sue. Sue's oh, old man. Okay. Fix your glasses. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Steve's like that meme of the old no, lady. No, 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 no. You want to hear old man. You oh, want to hear yes. old man. Yes. We are setting up a cruise that Riley and I are going on with our wives. And he's like, oh, what's the phone number to call the cruise and get it set up? I'm like, it's not 1970, dude. You set it up on the internet. <laughs> I got to use my rotary phone. Where's my travel agent? I was just going to say that. (laughs) I have to to book it through a travel agent. I need my triptych. I got it. Don't worry, buddy. Let me get that dial tone from the kitchen phone. Hold on a second here. Back up. You guys are going on a cruise together? Like with with wives? Yeah. Where where are you going? 
Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, no, that, means, that, that means you're going on some like you're going on like the yacht rock cruise or something. No, like no, no, no. It's just a cruise. No music. No Why music. wouldn't you just tell your significant others, "Fuck it, we're going to Kiss Cruise." What is it? Twelve. I don't want to bring them on that because I'm already on my second marriage and. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to. You can't. And, and she punches hard. I, I don't. I want yeah, you, you can't sell a Kiss Cruise. Yeah, we're gonna go on the next no. Kiss Cruise. Oh, Kiss will be playing. Well, not really. <laughs> yeah, but Chris, she went on the Monsters of Rock though. She went on one Monsters of Rock. She saw it. She's like, eh, I'm good. Chris Hall asks if I read the book Danger Zone. That's actually the only Julian Gill book I haven't read. I've read the book on the Elder. And the solo albums, because the Danger Zone one is on uh, the, I think that's the Crazy Nights, Crazy one. Nights one. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one I have not read. Um, yeah. Brad's asking, what's Cruise on the Edge? Cruise on the Edge is that uh, Prog that Rock. Prog Rock cruise. Oh God! Yeah, uh, Stephen and uh, Kevin Williams went on it. It was like a bunch of bands that you know play one song for thirty minutes, that kind of shit. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I was gonna say they're in the middle of a solo right now. Yeah, they're still going, and the yeah. cruise has been over for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's the Kiss cruise coming up. There's the Monsters of Rock cruise coming up. There's the Jericho cruise coming up in February as well. Yeah, um, what was the one that recently popped up? We saw Tom, and we're like, what the fuck is this? What the, like the one that I uh, if you start hearing squeaking, it's my dog trying to get a tip. Oh Jesus, Scout! Really? I'm not gonna have to lock you in your crate. Oh, you, are you talking about the Rock the Bells cruise that I want to go on? What is that? It's uh, it's all like '80s hip hop. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. see, this is perfect. Sonny's like, oh, okay. Steve's like, I would go on the Rock the Bells cruise before I went on the Jericho cruise, and I love Chris. But I'm just not a wrestling fan. Well, no, I love I, honestly, Sonny. I love Chris too. Listen, it would be difficult. I I love Chris. I, I could handle Boston. that. I watch AEW wrestling. Yeah, but over that. If you thought Kiss Tards were tough, wrestling Tards are, are, are up there too. That that's, that's offensive. Crowd. That's yeah. offensive. You can't yeah. say that. We have number four joining us. That's offensive. You can't say that. Hey, real quick, Chris, Chris Hall, getting back to that Julian Gill, the Crazy Nights book, he says it's horribly edited, but it's a cool read. It is a good read. <laughs> what, well, the, the, here's the thing. Julian's, we've said this before when, when we did The Elder. Julian's books are amazing, but they're like this thick. They're, they're, yeah. there's, there's no, uh, uh, they're great books. Hey, they're, they're not Casada thick, though. Oh, dude, the, the Casada book is holding up the table right now. I got one over it right now. I actually like it. It's not doing a very good job, but it's doing it. I, no, I, that's I, just, uh, that's just the photo of his nose. the wheel on the fire truck. <laughs> I actually like Joey's book, and it's well it's written. It's really the only good. problem is it's about him. <laughs> and his 4,000 pages. Yeah. yeah um, I saw something I wanted to comment. Somebody yeah. asked me. If I remembered some jobber named what was it, Jose Luis Rivera, something like that. I remember some wrestler like that. That's a yes, yeah, Jose Luis Rivera. He was a wrestler. He used to get his ass kicked constantly. He was like the, he was like the Latino SD Special Delivery Jones. Remember him, Tom? Yeah, he had I like do. A hole in his back. Hey, yeah. Sonny. Hey, Sonny. Brian Foster wants to know when you're going to pick X Y Z for album review crew. Ooh. So hey, I thought about it. First one. I thought about picking hungry, right? But uh, I do have the next pick, and the next pick is right here. 
Save it. Right over here. I got the album right here. Mine hasn't even been delivered yet. I will say I will say this without giving any spoilers. I am very happy with the pick. Very happy. Yeah. With the, very okay. happy with the pick. Okay, one of us is. Because I never it heard it. So yeah, I don't even it have it. I don't know. Yeah, once, we'll find once, out. Once, once you get it, you'll look Brad Rustovan said Casada's book is like Kramer's book about coffee tables. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, Joey's got his concert that uh, kind of reunion ZO2 in New York. Is that what's happening tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll do bad. The rest of the band will be fine. Nice. Yeah. yeah he has Sean McNabb playing bass, I guess, from Great White. Is that oh, who, that's, good. That, that's who's jumping in? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I think Mark McNabb is pretty good. His sister did the last one. Yeah, McNabb's a great singer, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so hey, as far as ARC is concerned, I'd love to see what people here think. We're oh. we're obviously mixing it up a little bit. We're well, kind yeah, of we moving call- on from just doing that 80s hard rock glam hair, whatever you want to describe it as. We've moved on a little bit. Everybody's kind of taking things. I did classic rock eagles, Tom just did rage. Um, Sonny's pick is, I think, back in that little bit of a wheelhouse a, a little. And uh you know, uh, which one of you guys picked Prince? Me. What did Sonny pick recently that wasn't in that kind of? Um, what the hell did it? What, Sonny? What, uh, no, it was shit. a Y and T. Rush. That was Tom, a, yeah, Y and T. No, that was nobody picked Rush. That was uh, Patreon. That was a Patreon pick. Thank God. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. Josh Smith wants us to do Judas Priest. It's funny, Zeus and I were talking. Of all the like major oh heat, Chris Vickery said heat. That's what oh yeah heat, thing. but that's still in the bang zone. Yeah, but now. it was a little yeah. bit. It's not a newer. I wasn't, yeah. uh, it's getting newer. Kind of um, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like a little bit out there because it wasn't as well known. Yeah. So Emmanuel Martins Jr. Greetings from Brazil. All right. Yeah. Um, I would probably say Judas Priest might. I mean, besides, I would say Priest and Sabbath, probably the two biggest bands we haven't picked yet. Right? Maybe. In terms oh, of like, we longevity? haven't picked Scorpions. We okay, haven't picked. Scorpions. We there's a bunch of big bands we haven't. Halloween. Picked. We haven't picked Halloween yet. Thank Shit. you. That's never happening. Lizzie Borden. That Ever. is never happening. Go. No, that's gonna Ever. that's gonna be when Steve and those guys are gonna create the S A R C, the shitty album review crew. <laughs> oh, hey, they uh, already uh, have that. It's called Pot of the Nail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Hey, no, no. In all yeah. seriousness, you're so proud of yourself for that one. Didn't you start a new podcast with his his partner Steve and Michael from the Growing Up Rock podcast? Did you start something new? Tell us about it. Priest. You Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm I'm teeing this up for you, buddy. Are you there? You totally you totally broke up. I didn't hear a word you said. That's good listening for you. All right. Like I said, tell us about your new pod you're doing with this partner, Stephen. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, what I did is I, I set up where I could give my guys a break for a week, and I pick, uh, did an I did an episode with just me and BC, me and Dylan, me and BB, but then I branched out. I did one with Sonny. I just did one with Stephen. Um, I'm going to be doing one with Tom, and then Zeus, I'm going to talk to you about doing one as well. So, and actually, I have. Uh, Brad oh, Russell like to do one, and I have Aaron Martell set up to do one as well. So I have two different bands for you guys for Tom and Zeus to do if you guys are interested. 
Yeah, so one of, the, one of the things I was saying is I thought it was just specifically on Judas, the way your moron partner there wrote it. I thought it was, you started a new podcast with just Steven. Oh, no, no, no. It's a series that we do. No, Did you he read this? handle Steven 100%. <laughs> okay. He can handle Steven in spurts. I'm sorry, but I read that completely wrong. That uh, yeah. No, you didn't. No, Zeus, you didn't read it wrong. He typed it wrong. Oh, yes. <laughs> He made it sound like he's joining you on a new sidecast just about Judas Priest albums. Right. No, no. no, Steve, it, no it actually, I'm going through like everybody and then come back to the second and third albums because the bands that I pick have to have at least eight albums so we can get four episodes from each person. I was going to say, did you talk to Sonny before you decided to partner up with Steven? <laughs> no, I, I actually, I, I gave everybody choices of bands and um and they picked He's their not the bands. boss of me. Yes, I am. <laughs> but Steve, Steve, speaking of you, you did start a new sidecast. You started I um I remember yeah. you, the um the Queen's Right podcast. Yeah, I remember now we have I, I remember now. I, I was gonna say he's got a skid row podcast. podcast. Skid row podcast. Yeah. Did old Elvis. I'll remember you. Anyway, but you've been yeah. you got some you got some interaction there from Todd Latori and all that kind of stuff. So that's going it looks like it's going well. Yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, the band has been retweeting our stuff, and we've been kind of interacting with them. So uh, it's going good. It's fun. What did Mike Murphy just write, Tom? Mike Murphy, looking forward to Sonny's Heat Sidecast. <laughs> I'll have just yeah, as many Brad, listeners as Brad, I remember Brad, now. I can tell you that. <laughs> Brad, Brad, love the underlying <laughs> dog toy squeaking. Brad, it's funny you say it because I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do. I'm gonna set this up in the living room. The dog won't be as whiny and crazy. But he's being like a little pain in the ass because he knows I'm not paying attention to him. So he's taken over by of all the toys, you're gonna play with your squeaky toy, aren't you? Go get it, dummy. Yeah, I'm not watching the Bruins. I'm taping it, so don't tell me anything. And Steve is right there to not to fuck it up for me, please. Not this time, huh? I'm watching who's, it right over there. <laughs> he's gonna go. Who's yeah. old who's old McNair? He's he just said Zeppelin Chronicles. It's not dead. Believe me, it's not dead. It's Sean McNair. No, it says old. Yeah, but the, the the no, the username says. Oh, that's Sean McNair. Why does it say old McNair? Old, old McNair. I see Sean oh. McNair. Yeah, same here. Okay, on my comments, it says old O L D McNair M A C N A I R. That's weird. <laughs> Wait, where are you seeing Sean McNair? The same uh, place you're seeing old McNair. Exactly. Does it say 4:48 p.m. after it? Nope. It says 7:48 p.m. Yeah, same with me. Oh, I, I've got it on Pacific time. I'm sorry. That is so. <laughs> Daryl Albert, Steve McNair is no longer with us. Oh, nice, thanks, Daryl. Poor Steve McNair. Oh, oh, oh! See, Heavy Mayo does have his own Facebook page. Yeah, there he is. So, um, guys, we did a quick thing on. Uh, we were doing kiss stuff with uh, Eddie Trunk, and we threw out a couple quick things. I'm curious to pick your opinion because I haven't heard it myself. So the f- easiest thing, the first one we did was, what's the best uh, un, uh, non-makeup album? Sonny. Best non-makeup. By the way, I was. I'll Asylum, give it- 100%. I'll, which one did you say? I'm sorry. Asylum, of course. Same as Eddie. Asylum, yeah. I was. I, it was funny how Eddie 
meticulously destroyed revenge for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have any problem with it. This song sucks. This is a copy. <laughs> this is that. This is that. This is that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give him credit because he's like surgically like just ruined it. Oh, righty. We got everybody saying doing? asylum, asylum, lick it up, crazy nights, revenge. Revenge is the right answer. No, asylum no. is the right answer. Is it what? me? All right. Here's a ser- here's a serious question. Is it me or has asylum got, gotten like some like rejuvenated? Because I remember it was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of like glammy and f- but I feel like now the time has passed, people like love you asylum. know what it is? It's, it's like those I was gonna say, you know what it is? It's like those. I don't know what what the the initials are of those movies they do like every ten years the greatest movies and then certain movies keep moving up and up and certain yeah. movies keep going down down as time has gone on Asylum just keeps going up up and up that's what happens Brad, I have a Brad, different theory on it actually Brad, hold on hold on Sonny Brad said Asylum got so much shit because of the cover people say that B- Brian Foster said the videos hurt Asylum the songs hurt Asylum. No, I I, I think uh, it's a good album. It's just too it's too of the time for me. I I love it, but it's too of radar the time. for love. Uh, love's a deadly weapon. <sighs> to me, it's lick it up or revenge. I love all the other ones, but it's lick it up or revenge for me. And then yeah. Crazy Nights is in there too. Yeah. Have you said anything yet? What's your me? pick? Me? Yeah, you the other Steve. Well, I think the I think the best '80s Kiss album is Lick It Up, but my yeah. favorite is Hot in the Shade. That so, oh, go ahead, sorry. My thought process on why Asylum is getting some rejuvenation, I guess, is the way to put it. Yep. Hot in the Shade has always had that whole it's demos, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yep. Crazy Nights has always had this. There's too much keyboards. They're trying too much to be like Bon Jovi. Yep. And Animalize doesn't have Bruce. Right. So if you are a Bruce lover, which Bruce has made a rejuvenation, and you are Eric Carr lover, the only one you got left is Asylum. It's a good point. And I think that's why it's getting heated up. Yeah. I think people love Eric Carr and people love Bruce. It makes sense. I can't believe I'm saying it. It makes sense. Hot in the Shade has too many holes. And uh, Animal Eyes has some couple bad songs. And no one's going to say Mark St. John album is the album for me in the 80s. Yep. So it's either lick it up or asylum, really, or you know, in those Bruce Eric kind of combo. So you like taught in the shade and uh in the um yeah, lick, lick it up is my is is I think is the best 80s kiss album, but hot in the shade is my my favorite because that's the one I was like kind of out of kiss for a while. I was like, Yes, yeah. there was because there was so much other stuff. There was Iron Maiden and Ozzy and Van Halen and everything, so but like I think the shade came out. I don't know. It just hit me right and kind of brought me back in. And then that's when they started. They did the tour. They were bringing back all the more classic songs. And yep. that was the one that, that pulled me back in. I thought it was out. hot in the shade. Pulled me back in. That's what happened with me. Hot in the shade was the first time in a long time. I got back into like a kiss album. Mm-hmm. Like I liked the videos from crazy nights and asylum, but like, you're right. And, and then that hit hot in the shade was my first tour. Me my too. first show, and then you're right. That's when they reintroduced. I mean, for Christ's sake, they opened up with "I Stole Your Love." Yeah, I mean, imagine that. So that right there, um, I love that album. I know. I mean, I'll wave the flag for that album forever. I love it. I know people say it sounds like shit and has too many songs, but um, yeah, the production is te- is terrible. Yeah, but it, I, is. it is. I like your I like your thoughts on Hot in the Shade about when people say too many songs. Like, 
Okay, so you take off what? So if you take off this song, it's say it's this guy's favorite song. If you take right. off another song, it's that guy's favorite song. Right. So like, I would be, say Prisoner uh, of Love and Betrayed are fucking brutal. Betrayed is terrible. Betrayed yeah, is and so is Prisoner of Love. Those two Gene ones were, whereas I like uh, Street Giveth and yeah, uh, yeah. the other one there that he has towards the end. Uh, let's, look at, let, let's look at a couple comments here. A lot of people saying Hot in the Shade, uh, Lick It Up. Um, Mark Cole says Eric killed it on Asylum. Yes. Brent Milhouse, the artwork for Revenge is better than Asylum, but the songs on Asylum are superior. Woo, that's a hot take. Yikes. Yeah. The uh, thing I wanted to add, though, Tom, is yeah, on, Lick, on Lick It Up, it's got three of, for me, the best Kiss riffs in all their catalog. First of all, the Lick It Up riff, uh, uh, A Million to One, and I don't, maybe my favorite is, um, what do you call it there? All Hell's Breaking Loose. All Hell's Break, that fucking riff. And that's all, these are, I'm assuming, all Vinny. Because uh, they just, they stand out for me. And I think those songs and the choruses and adding a guy that wrote so many, a third member of the writing team made a huge difference. I think it's funny how people... I mean, we haven't reviewed Lick It Up yet, yeah. Um, but we we did review Creatures of the Night. I don't. I, I've said this before. I don't know if it's like the old Paul Stanley thing where people like listen with their eyes because people love the Creatures album cover, the Creatures costume, the Tank stage. But to me, Lick It Up is ten times the album the Creatures of the Night is. That's just me. No. And I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, but I think because it's it's got a boring cover, a white background. Vinny looks like looks stupid. It's non makeup. People are like yeah, it's a pretty good album. But oh, that creatures cover is awesome. Oh, the tank stage is awesome. What would you do? Okay, I'm curious. What would anybody do for lick it up? Like the I think it's a perfect. I don't want just close up of the face. I like them standing up and Gene cut the tongue, so you know who that is. Yeah, I don't I have a problem. With it. I think it's about as good as they can do. What else would you do for lick it up? I don't have a problem with it. Not at all. I'm just asking everybody, putting it out there. What else would you have done? I mean, really, here's the band without makeup, four of them standing out, you know, looking like a band did back then. Um, They didn't have makeup on their face like, like they do later on when they do animalize and stuff. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah, the other I mean, other I or you gotta go stupid, right? Or you gotta go stupid. You go with 
there's whipped cream everywhere. There's women everywhere, and there's right. a lot of licking happening. Like that's <laughs> like just. So something I like, like uh, the, I like the way the cover is, and I like that yeah. there's a little bit of cover on it, a, a little bit of color in it. I like that you know Gene looks great. Like there's, mm-hmm. I think the look at cover, the lick it up cover is good, but I'm with Tom. It is a better album than Creatures. I, yeah, I agree I just, too, and, and you know what? And that's the best that Gene has looked. Until they put the makeup back on. Well, at least until Revenge. I agree. Yep. I wasn't yep. in love with the ponytail thing in Revenge either. I think it looked better. Look it up. Oh, I, I think so too. But I mean, he it wasn't the uh, what they call him, the B. Arthur look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Throughout the rest of the albums, so I think that was probably the best up up until then. If you like the grungy Gene, you know. Yeah. But um, but that was still better than the you know the Asylum Gene. That was Gene at his horrendous. Peak. <laughs> Would like you that, have that rather? Was, what was the band at like their image, like horrendous, like image? Well, l- let me ask you guys. Would you have rather had Gene? We know he cut his hair for the movies. Yeah. Just leave your hair short. Is it okay that the guy looks like Flea basically in yeah. 1984, 85, 86, 87 when everybody's hair is long? I don't think the way Gene the way Gene grows his hair his he can't grow his hair long it's too thick it grows like a like a bird's nest. Right. So would you have rather had it just short? He what, cut like it for the, the movie it just leaves it short. What like the elder? Like that? No, I, I'm talking well, it's not even going to be that long because think about Runaway. I mean his hair yeah. is gone. He can't he would have he can't do that. He can't be in Kiss and have his hair that short. See? So he had to do something. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He but the you know, whatever wigs they like that that rat's nest that he has on for the uh animalized animalized live uncensored is like <laughs> but it, it honestly doesn't look much different than what he has today and it's, it's his real hair today. It's true, it's true. It, that's okay, his it's, real hair. So you think he's not wearing a wig right now? I don't think so. But they didn't but they didn't have the imprint wow. technology back then that they do now. All right, let's check out a couple comments here because people are firing off here, which is which is good. Uh <laughs> let's see. Oh, this is a fun, this is actually a funny observation. Keith and Laura Watts, Paul's watch on the Lick It Up cover is classic. If you look at it, he's wearing yeah. a watch. Yeah, what that is so. I think that's hilarious. Um, Lick It Up, terrible album title. Mark Arnold, Lick It Up is a great album. I think Creatures is better. Um, Daniel Hall of Houston, the drum sound on Creatures is insane. Yes, it definitely is. I think people. Here, here, here's the best one of the night from uh, Chris Hall. Honest question here, Penny Packer. Have you ever gotten anything correct? <laughs> that answer is no. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. I got four kids, two wives, and still got a job, so I got something correct. Well, you got something. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know. Uh, Michael Murphy says, Gene's hair stopped growing 25 years ago. <laughs> like a Gia pet. Uh, Emmanuel Martins, I have never... I've never seen anyone talking about that terrible Gene look on the God Gave Rock and Roll to You video. What's Gene's look on that video? I don't even remember. I don't know. Oh, I don't okay, know. Brad, Brad, Brad Rustoven is singing my song right here. Killer, Danger, Keep Me Coming, and Saint and Sinner, all filler. Insane. Yeah, Brad. Insane. Nonsense. Yes. yes. Insane. Uh, let's switch it up. How about How about the books? We all read the four books, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's your favorite? Or do you want to rank them? Well, for me, I'll start off here. I think the worst book 
um, was Ace's just because it was like it was written. It was written like Ace wrote it. <laughs> I, I disagree. Think best, I think the best one, honestly, this might sound weird. I like Peter's just because you just bitch the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly what I was gonna say. I yeah. love Peter's. Yeah. 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 And you know he's like wearing his heart on his show. Like Paul's was I got more info from Paul's. Paul's was great. It, but we, we said that we said this before. It's not a coincidence that Paul waited for everybody else to write their books. <laughs> well, absolutely. One the last word. Absolutely. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah to me, Paul's is the best. Yeah. Peter's is terrible. That's oh, it's entertaining. No, but it's entertaining. On, whatever. Dude, but it's <laughs> too much bitching. But that's why it's bitching. Have you heard the four of us talk before? <laughs> that's all we do. <laughs> Josh Brown brings up a good point. It won't. It probably will never happen. Now he said Bruce should write one. He would be hey too guys, nice. He would Bruce be too nice. Hey guys, Asylum. What an album! But you know what? I, I think it would be cool to to get kind of Bruce's point of view. But he, he you know, he wouldn't dish any dirt at all. But um, I, I think it would be cool because I think you would. I like when you, you, you have them books and you get a lot of. And I and, and I I think Sonny, uh, you said Paul's. You get a lot more of like I like when they talk about like the recording of you know an album or a song. I you got you got more you got the most of that with Paul. Yeah. And you know, and Jeans was just the you know. Uh, then I banged share. Yeah. Well, they, well, pretty much. But it was like the the immigrant success story. That you got with Gene, which is which is absolutely fantastic. More, you know, God love him. But like with Paul, you got a lot. You got a lot more. I think interesting stuff like about how how the band worked and you know. Yeah, I, Dude, I, it was a I, therapy I session for us. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Peters was Peters was fun. Just listening, just just reading his bitching was was. Well, fantastic. Zeus, we have another female listener here, Leslie Benton Standridge. Hello to my favorite podcasters. Well, that's so that's we, Leslie. Leslie. That's Leslie from the cruise. Oh, Jesus. oh okay. Yeah. Come on. As that soon was, as I that said that, from the cruise. That's Leslie from the cruise. We're back down to two. We're back down to two. Okay. Fine. Leslie, can you get Lori on here so we can have three? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, America's favorite realtor chimes in, Joey. How about the story in Paul's book where he's taking a shower and Ace comes into the bathroom and takes a dump? <laughs> <laughs> and it was horrendous smelling. <laughs> I thought. Paul did a better job explaining the stuff and, and did it, I guess with, um, I don't know, better words, explain the stuff with Ace and Peter, he right? Was more, like, he was more articulate. Like Gene went to this, well, you know, if you're going to prioritize blah, 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 over yeah. blah, 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 then you get yeah. what you get. Yeah. But Paul kind of went through that. We had to move on. Like we had no choice. Yeah. Like we're not here. If these guys take us down. Right. Yeah. No, he, but but I think look, was Peter's the best written book? No, but it was like oh, it was, no, it, no, it wasn't, but it was just entertaining because it was just it was literally like a diary. Of yeah, but the other bitching. thing about Paul's, none of us knew because it wasn't at least I didn't know, like the stuff about him growing up, how like his family life growing up, the all the shit with his parents. And so God bless him, he got lucky at the end and he was able to uh reconcile with his parents yeah. but i didn't know all that shit he was going through that he was a fat like kid that had a deformity that was he was mocked all this none of us knew this shit he that kind of opened it up for him and i think it's we all laugh and joke about his therapy and and yeah. all that stuff but that was extreme i don't know how many therapists he went to to get that book out but i'm sure it was a few 
But I think, you know, what Tom and Steve were talking about earlier is because he wrote his last, right? It kind of has that feeling a little bit of, okay, well, there's Gene's story. And yeah, it's a success story, blah, blah. You think I had it easy? Do you know what I went through? Right. And bam. And maybe he wasn't going to go down that road. Could but, be. But you know what? I'm going to tell you my story too, because I didn't exactly have it easy either. Yeah. Yeah, maybe but you learned that from it. Like, what did you learn yeah. from Peter? You knew Peter was from the streets, yeah. and Ace was a fucking booze back. I mean, like, that's the stuff that we, you know, and Gene, I came from Israel. Like, he's been talking that stuff for years, but Paul seemed like new. But the other part, like, mind you, there's obviously all that stuff that we talk about Paul that he never, like, he'll never admit to himself. His, his, um, uh, uh, th- things that bug uh, his uh, insecurities and stuff. He'll never talk about that stuff. But uh, I don't know. I just found his book to be more info that I didn't know. Emmanuel, Mar- Emmanuel Martin says it's not an autobiography, but the Eric Carr story is a great book. Yeah, Greg. That's Greg Prado. Yeah, remember? Yeah, he, that, yeah that, that's that's a great book. And uh, I mean, speaking of Greg Prado and books, um, yeah, I've got a few of Greg's. To do take it. it off. Take it off. Kiss unmasked. About yeah, that's pretty good. The unmakeup era, fucking phenomenal book. Phenomenal. Oh, I forgot the other thing on Paul's book is I didn't read it. I I heard the audio book yeah. with him reading it, and it was way better well, than yeah, I could have ever made it sound. Me reading it myself. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I've had that on my phone, lined up and ready to go to yeah. listen to. Because you're right, having him read his book, yeah. It it probably packs more. YouTube has a lot of that. So yeah. the Gene, clips of it, they you go down that rabbit hole, you're stuck for a while. Yeah, Gene, Gene reads his too on audiobook. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I liked his too. Yeah. But it was just a little, you know, it was a lot of me, 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 me. Yeah. But that's yeah. just who he is. Make sure they remember that I banged this chick. Yeah. 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 Like you want to do you want to sure do this. You, you want to do you want to do something special? Give me the audiobook of Ace reading his own book. <laughs> <laughs> can't read these big words. Yeah, and, and Eddie alluded to it too because the the, the flay of fish story, like he got that from him. How many other stories in that book are from people that told him what the hell he did? Yeah, imagine he's like Eddie, I, Eddie, I need a story. Give me something to put in the book. <laughs> like <laughs> he brought he bought Kramer's stories. How much were the whole lot? Yeah, Fifteen hundred. I'll give you half back. <laughs> yeah, just about right. Yeah, I don't know. What and then, found, and then, uh, if, and then, and then if, we, if we want to say what the worst book, I mean, let's be serious. Backstage Pass, that Paul Stanley book is. Oh brutal. my God, brutal! That is like brutal that is book. Like, I'll never forget when Zeus and I said, "Oh, Paul's got a new book. Let's get it, read it, and we'll do an episode." I remember <laughs> I was on chapter one, and I said, "Zeus, this is going to be a, this is going to be bad." Yeah, that this was going to be bad. Fucking that was bad. Horrendous. Oh my. You need to live your life pure. You need to be kind to people. You need to learn how to forgive. Fuck Peter Chris. Fuck Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next chapter, fuck Peter Chris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, talk about sensitive. Um, Gene was on Bill Maher's show. I, mind you, I love them both. So, yeah. But when he was on, and Tom and I talked about it, he tells the story. At one point, Bill Maher goes, listen, like, your partner like 20 years ago he was on politically incorrect like he made a point and i kind of you know i kind of maybe embarrassed him when i came back like tell him i'm sorry 
Dude, he's remembering that Paul was sensitive to something 20-something fucking years ago and has never forgiven him for that. You, dude, you, you, spending time with Paul and having a conversation with him and trying not to offend him, it must just be like walking through a minefield. Yeah. You know, there's just no, you just, there's no way to do it. You know, there's no, what about there's the story no to- on the cruise, Tom, tell him that. that Which one? The story about him sho- shoving the drummer aside. Oh yeah. When we had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dallas from the LA maybe when, yeah, he was like, Oh, get a picture. And he's like, like not right now. And <laughs> he, he like, he like literally didn't did like the Heisman, you know? And it's like, and then the, the lady said to him, listen, I know that may have bothered you, but he's that's going to bother him for so long afterwards. He's going to be talking to his therapist about what he did to you for a while. Right. That's probably going to bother. Right. It's going to bother him more than it bothered you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then don't fucking do it. (laughs) You know, I got not that I'm always this way, but go ahead. Paul has grown up in the limelight. Sure. Like the guy deserves kind of a break. Like he doesn't have to share his sensitive side and he can be sensitive if he wants to. He earned it. Right. It's got to be hard growing up. And like all lights are on you for 50 years, dude. Come on. That's there's a difference between being there's a difference between a dick. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference between being sensitive and being completely and totally humorless and not enjoying he he never ever ever looks like he's enjoying anything. Well even even on the cruise when he was doing the stories with Star Child when he was sitting and everybody he looked like he was like uh, it was like looked like it was like he was being cross-examined for an hour. People yeah, but think about it out of the four. Yeah. Who hears the most negative shit from fans? He does. He does. Well, why is it that I would be the same way. But but the, but but it's the chicken or the egg, though. What's causing that? <laughs> yeah, is but it- now it's done. Right, right. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna change. It's done now. Right, right. I mean, Paul's got the limelight. Sonny, what the fuck is your excuse? <laughs> oh, I'm just a miserable oh, fuck. That's on. my excuse. <laughs> yeah, let, let's be. Let's I'm be curmudgeon honest. number seven or six or number seven. Like that. No, you're funny. You moved up in the ranks, I recall. <laughs> yeah, the thing with Paul is like he he doesn't need to. He's beyond a sensitive rock star. It, it's beyond it. And he's it, dismissive. It, he's dismissive. Yeah, the whole like therapy shit. And we've heard it, the rumors. I'm sure you have heard it too, from all different angles of, oh, his therapist. He need everything needs to go through therapy and stuff. He's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. Hey, speaking of why he needs therapy, look who's over there. <laughs> Who? Listen. <laughs> While he's here, I think someone should ask him, what the fuck did did Paul have sex with a girlfriend of yours? What the oh, fuck did Paul do to Stanley family here that I'm you just, fucking just, have this, I don't know what to call, obsession of fucking with Paul? I don't get it. See, now I'm thinking of Costanza when he's like, oh, yeah? Well, I had sex, sex with your you. wife. <laughs> uh, his wife's in a coma. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what I would have said. Yeah, I just... I get it. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't like that. But sinking Stanley over there drove him to that, Sonny. So I don't know. Tally, uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Tally Fockler. Paul was always flirtatious and friendly. Every time I met him, I think he prefers his female fans. Absolutely. They don't. They don't judge him. Yeah. They don't. 
Nate, that's he doesn't cool. hear negative from that. You can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Cliff but they don't King help the situation. Though. Hold on. What, what, but this wrestling comments, Cliff King says, Dick the Bruiser was the best name for a wrestler? Yeah. Who the Brody, fuck is that? Name? The Bruiser Brody. Isn't that his name? Hey, did, did you see Tim's answer? What? Paul threatened me, my wife, and my family. Oh, God. Paul didn't threaten you until after you said something. He threatened to, what, he docks him, right? Basically. So, come on. Dude, you were posting that those fucking unicorn photos of him and Tommy for years before that came out. Come on. Let's be honest. But that's all right. That's all right. What did you two do to get on Joey's shit list? Why is he doing that to you now? Oh, I know. I Thank you. I said the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, he's all of a sudden... All of a sudden, he, he's our he's our friggin' sinking Stanley. It's like he's taking pictures <laughs> of uh, here. He's taking pictures of friggin' uh, Steve Martin and John Candy in the in the bed. Yeah, you know, I said that to him. Like, what is going on here now? All of a sudden, yeah, he's very preoccupied. I don't know where it came from. He must have heard something. And by the way, did anybody pick up on the episode previous? When we had the little kids say, hey, Tom and Zeus, why do you have to swear so fucking much, you assholes? That's his son. He sent That's us that Joey's video. Son. <laughs> that was his son in the back of a car. He goes, he sent us this video. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He goes, hey, Tom and Zeus, why do you have to swear so much, you fucking assholes? <laughs> That's Joey's like 10-year-old. That's boy. like the jury. Ten. If you want to be a comedian Seven. like me. Then you can't swear. What are you doing, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, you stupid fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Joey's. He says he listens in the car with his kid. He's like, what okay. the fuck? Yeah. Wait, here we go. A couple comments. Michael Murphy goes, wait, those pictures of Tom and Zeus were photoshopped? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that Jack Pinocchio is got a good one. Maybe Joey is the Tessio of the group, and he's talking to three sides. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God bless. God oh, bless. Oh. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of negativity in the podcast world. Thank God us four are so positive. We're, we're all the time. So, all right. So give us something to be positive about. I, 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 will, I will say we're, we're realistic is what we are. But it, but but Steve, you're right. But the problem is realistic to a lot of people is another word for negative. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In 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 God bless every. We talk about this all the time. Everybody has their own way of doing their thing and run their own show the way they fucking want to show. So if it works for you, that's great. Keep it up. Do what you want to do. How the fuck can you talk about? I just don't get how you can talk about kiss and always have like a serious tone. But come on. Well, it's not even that. I don't know how you can talk about anything and be either a serious all the time about it or b not be critical about it like at all like like how can you just always just like 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 love 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 like all except, the time except everything that's just not human <laughs> you know yeah. i'm not saying that you have to go out of your way to like find stuff to bitch at and nitpick but commenting on you know like it was funny zeus me and you kind of had a little bit of a laugh and we were talking about the show in Japan when they added making love to the set list. And you, right. And, and, and well, but this is what I'm saying. So, but, but, and I said, okay, we, we give them shit for not doing anything to the set list. So they did something. We, we can't like, what are we going to do? We, we're now going to make fun of them for 
for that. Like when we, you know what I mean? So it's like we bitch about the set list, but they're trying to add something different. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. The analogy I'm thinking is like, instead of kicking me in the nuts, they just punched me in the face this time. Like, I agree. It's still, it's still like the fire. Oh, you added making love. I'm telling you, since 2012, take out the monster tracks, whatever they did on tour. Since then, I think they've played no more than 30 different songs. Jack some Pinocchio. Songs in, some songs go out. That's it. Uh, Philip Atlanta says making love is so bad live. Yeah, now in 2022, it's bad. And Jack, it wasn't good before. They added, they, 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 <laughs> add, they added making love. They didn't take anything out. They, they added it into the set list. All right. So if, if making love was just a yawn, okay, what, if, if, they, if they threw in. So when we saw them in Manchester two years ago, right, right before COVID struck in February of 2020, they threw in Parasite. Okay. And we're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Now, granted, the end of the road tour was still only like a year old. So they throw in making love, and we're like, oh, what the fuck? That's bullshit. So what would they have to throw in for us to be like, okay, that's pretty cool? We heard two-timer, love him uh, and leave him. Why don't they throw those in? Take me. Take me. Why don't they, why don't they rotate those songs? Well, so, so you bring up a good point. If, they, if they, they rehearsed those songs enough to play them on the cruise a few times, but they did make and love also on the cruise, so that's probably why let's do that because that's a hit. Right, it is. Well, it's on. It's on double platinum. It's on oh. a live too. So, but I'm saying, and they've I'm played saying, it in the last twenty. I'm years. saying, I'm saying, in their minds, they're not going to throw. They're not going to play "Take Me" on the end of the road tour. I'm just pretending. I'm thinking in their mindset because maybe they're thinking, well, they they've heard "Making Love" on a live too, so that's another association with the song. Right, two timer and "Love Them Leave Them." They weren't on anything. Um, no, you know, anything that they release no besides the albums, you know. I'm telling you, if they did come on and love me and I stole your love in Japan, we'd all be pissed that they didn't do it here. Peter, Peter Wexler says they took out Tears of Falling. Peter, if that's correct, then I, I'm, I'm, I'm I stand corrected. I didn't I didn't think they took anything out. I thought they just added making love. So if you're right, yeah, Mark Flores says almost human. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Thank God. That'll ne- shut your mouth. Oh, human. I, I'd be me, me, and uh, me and Righty might be the only. Actually, Righty, I don't even know if you like Almost Human. I know you like Love Gun, the album, but I like it. Okay. I, I just, I just hate that she kissed me. Proves my that. point. The Halloween dumbass likes it. Proves oh. my point. Dude, I would hear a fucking deep <laughs> cut off of Monster before I hear some of these fucking songs they've been playing on the end of the road. Our Come buddy on. Gary Cap is here. Hey, Gary, what's up, buddy? Hey, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Woo. What up, GC? Yeah. yeah. Um, someone mentioned here Banjo LaBlade. Consider Paul's voice breaks up just talking to the audience. Why would we want to murder more deep cuts? I still don't understand. So, kind of talking about the tour now, I guess we're talking about the set list, the tour. I just don't understand Whoa. how you you cannot bitch about the set list. Oh, I'm not. We're done. I'm done. No, no, I won't do it, Steve. You're right. Thank so you. So let's do a no. fucking no. live cast bitching about people bitching about the set list. Let's <laughs> do that, right? No, but I want to know. I want to know Jesus how. Christ. And I'm not. And I'm not saying I'm not bitching about Paul's voice. I'm just kind of commenting on the whole band and Paul. How, how are they going to pull off like another year of this? I don't get it because they're kiss tards and they'll fucking pay and do everything. Hey, will we do it? Yeah, we'll do it. 
Yeah, but Zeus, you said it best. How can we miss you when you haven't gone away? They have if I think I don't know if it was Eddie. I don't know if Eddie Trunk said it on his show or if somebody said it on another podcast. Somebody said it where they're like, if you keep coming back to the same area over and over and over again, and you're still charging a hundred bucks, eventually you're gonna be like, you know what? I, I'm I'm all set. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I've seen hasn't it. happened yet. Hasn't happened yet sunny i think you're right i think the only way that we'll figure that out is if they announce another 50 dates in the united states next summer and if they're not selling that's the only way i think that's they, you, I, okay they couldn't do what a portion of what metallica does spread out dates in big parts of the country and do a stadium here and there are you out of your mind dude, no? dude they're playing to eight thousand people in manchester yeah but no they also played way. They they've also played fifteen twenty thousand places and in, in, in filled some portions of those. Oh yeah, you know how many people fit inside Gillette Stadium? Yeah, like fifty five. Uh, like eighty. Eighty. No, for it might a, be what? close to ninety. Actually, are you kidding me? For a concert with the, with the field open, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, because the concert. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking for the game. Um. So all I'm saying is, if they spread it out, right, and just did it, and then. If they brought back the originals and spread it out and you did ten shows throughout the spread out around the country, they would easily sell out. The easier on the band, easier on Paul, and still make a killing. If they came back and did two one night in Boston, and then left New England, maybe. But the problem is they go to Boston, they go to Manchester, then six yeah. months later they come Hartford. to Great Woods, they then they go to Hartford, yeah. then they go to Mohegan yeah. Sun in Connecticut. They're they're saturating the region to the point where it's like enough or and we know and forgive me we're going to bitch about the set list yeah. it's the exact same show you, no you i agree with you a way to make there be a demand for you to come back perfectly said you have to make people want to see you but right it hasn't been a problem yet also you sunny you're also correct so 100%. it's never going to be you only got two or three years left that's it right so it's never going to be a problem. Jo- Joseph Collins says sixty-eight thousand sells out a Patriots game. Now, Zeus. when you have a con- when you have a concert, yeah, you put a lot of ten thousand on the field. Oh, 20 maybe. Okay, easily. Okay. Yeah. Zeus. So to your point, right? Okay, the four originals get back together. Could they do fifteen dates spread out in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and fill arena slash stadiums? I'm not going to say that's not possible. But here's the problem. They would have to have a promoter give Paul and Gene $5 million for each show to put up with Peter and Ace because otherwise they're making more money doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're playing more, but they don't got to put up with Peter or Ace. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Moore brings so up. So money-wise, they don't win unless a promoter is going to pay them monthly crew times two money. Well, hold on to that thought. Because first, Stephen Moore brings up a good point. He says bands like Metallica and Pearl Jam, their fans travel to go see. There them. you go. Kiss yeah. fans wait for Kiss to come to them because they don't have to travel because they'll play everywhere around. That's them. Right. And That's now it's too late. You and can't then, change it now. It's too late. Yeah, because you've already got the reputation. Why do I have to fucking do anything? They'll be here next week around there the corner. And then Josh Brown brings up a good point. The only way they could ever do a stadium tour, Kiss can never do a stadium tour. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even in their heyday, they weren't doing football stadiums. Not in the United States. Why? No, they, could, they could if they did a like Motley Crue. Fenway. Did, if if they like, did Fenway, yes. 
Yeah, if they grab them, but if they also grabbed a big band, a Def Leppard, all right, or something so like let me that. Ask you this. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Why is Kiss either doing these gigantic two, three day weekend festivals with eighty bands? It's either that or they tour by themselves. Why aren't they doing what Tesla has done for years, where they tour with Def Leppard and Sticks, or they or Def or or they tour like a two or three bill? Why is Kiss never? They did it. They did it year. They did it years back. Maybe they did. They toured with Motley Crue. They toured with Poison. They toured with Def Leppard. Nowadays, it's just them and like no opening act. They don't. I mean, is that? Why do you think that they is? Want to split it. They yeah. don't want to split it. Yeah, I think they make less money with having. You don't double the money because Aerosmith well, went out with you. Right. Right. So they I make less money. Interesting. That, I, I just find it interesting that all those bands that are kind of doubling up with other successful bands kiss kiss either is on their own or at a festival with 80 other yeah. bands. Hey, Josh Brown makes a good point. What about kiss fest? That's actually brilliant. Well, honestly, the cruise, because they do the cruise is that right. But what if they did it? But what if they traveled like, Oz, like what, if, kiss fest. what if they did like Oz fest again, they don't have to. Why? Honestly, Sonny, I think I think I think Sonny don't want to take a risk. Why? When they can go on a fucking painter and relax. But I, and but I think so, I think Sonny makes the best point on and it's sad. Not the <laughs> point, but um, what I was gonna say is it's sad because you just said why? Why would they have to? They don't have to, but but this but this is the problem, Sonny. Why does Metallica why do we, what they do? They, they don't have this to this is why Zeus and I, when we did that episode about Metallica. Do you think that Metallica has to do what they're doing for the next two years and rehearse 50, 60 songs to do two different set lists? And two, they don't have to do anything. They want to do it, right? They're also 15 years younger. Still? I think 15 years, you, you think 15 10. years ago Kiss was doing that? Kiss no, was 73. But. They're about 83. They're kind of getting out there. So I would say 10 years younger. Yeah, 10, 10 years. Right. Uh, and I, I'll tell you. The band right now, they can come to the States and sell out as many dates as they want anytime they want to and still only play like 30 dates in the U.S. And a super fan like me can't even get to a show because they're nowhere around me is Iron Maiden. Like, they don't care. Here's where I'm playing. If you don't, if you can't come see me too bad, I sell out anyway. I'm only playing 30 and I'm out. And they only come once every maybe 18 months. And everybody, like, I'm waiting for them to come back again. I'll go see them if I can. You could have came to see them in New Jersey with us. Dude, come on. (laughs) (laughs) He always makes it sound like he lives like two hours away. Everything is 14 hours. But look at what Metallica is doing on this tour they just announced. They're only playing. They're playing. Like, if you put, like, on a map where they're playing. They're playing in like big areas, and they're going to make people come to them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I I think what Metallica's doing is incredible. And for some reason, today driving home, it it entered my mind. Oh, they're only going to do Sandman once. Imagine. Wow. <laughs> well, that, I think the funny thing is, I, I was thinking because I was talking. Uh, about however, buddy, however, here's a good question before you move on. Yeah. Is Sandman bigger to Metallica than Rock and Roll Night is to Kiss? No. No. Isn't Metal? Isn't Sandman a diamond album? No, no, no. no, no. He's saying black is more like popularity wise. More identified. 
To the fan? Uh, like to the fan. If I you if you talk to a hundred fans, if you talk to a hundred fans and say name a Metallica song, a hundred fa- rock fans, you don't think Enter Sandman would be a top thing they say? No, no, no. I think, no, no. I, think have, saying, I think you'd have a bunch of variety. I think he's saying like, would you put would you put Enter Sandman for a Metallica fan the way where you'd put Rock and Roll All Night for a Kiss fan? I don't think so. I think it's close. I think it's close. No, I mean, you could name a bunch of other songs, too. They're pretty big, and I'm not the Metallica fan. I listen to what you guys say about Metallica. I think the, I think the bigger thing with this tour, like Sonny said, yeah, they're only going to play Sandman once, is how are they going to juggle that set list? Because, okay, if we play Sandman on Friday, then we can't play Master of Puppets on Friday because that means on Sunday those people won't hear Puppets or Sandman. That's my point. There are other songs like well, they're that. Gonna ha- they're going yeah. to have to pin off the hits. Like, Do you think they, they care? Yeah, of course they care. Yes. Yeah, yeah people will get yeah, upset. Do you think they're going to set their set list up like that? Like, okay, we got to do this one night. Yes. So we don't, they don't miss this the next Absolutely. night. You know, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to have no choice, Steve. Think about this. Way. They're going to have no choice because they're going to play two completely different set lists. So if they're going to do that, they might as well mix in, like, say, night one, we'll throw in Sandman and Fade to Black. Night two, we'll make sure we play one and Puppets or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like Kiss would do, like, hey, on night one, we're going to play Rock and Roll Over, Destroy and Love Gun songs. So, uh, night two, we'll play Sonic Boom, Monster, and Cycle Circus songs. I, I would take that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Uh, hold on. Let's let's back up to some comments. It's been a while because now we're talking about we're talking about Metallica here. Um, they've been closing with Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets will take over now because of Stranger Things. I really hope that a bunch of thirteen year olds don't dictate their set list. Um, Metallica is only doing twenty three shows over two years. That's the only way they can pull off what they're planning. That's what I'm idea. saying. Cut in half and kiss the Junior. Chris Hall says, for the love of Judy Ho, who gives a shit about Enter Sandman? <laughs> Judy <laughs> Ho. Jimmy Carson, congrats on 200. Uh, let's see. Mark Cole, Metallica keeps records of which deep cuts they play in each city, and they make sure to not repeat the same deep cuts in the same city. Uh, Stephen Moore, first set of ticks were two-day ticks. Yep, I got, the, I got mine for Foxborough. The only problem with that, Steve, I think we talked about this, that Foxborough shows in fucking 20 months. <laughs> think of that. I just bought tickets for a show that's in August of 2024. You could move by then. Like your life could be completely. James Hetfield, could, the band could, the, who knows who could have, that's, I don't know, that's crazy. Um, most shows you're buying a year in advance now, anyways. Big shows I like that. I have just, never bought. I have too far out. That's I have never really bought tickets. I have out. never bought tickets that far out. Oh, not that far out. No, but a lot of shows are like yeah. you're buying them like a year or eight months to a year in advance. The bigger shows we went to see Iron Maiden. I bought those tickets probably a good seven eight months before we went to the show. This is twenty months out. Well, I mean that's crazy. That's that insane. Is, but, right. Uh, yeah, and then Heavy Mayo likes to rub it in that I'll be 51 by the time I go to that show. Thanks, thanks, Heavy Mayo. Appreciate it. I'm just not enough of a. I think it's a great idea, and I like Metallica. I'm not a big enough fan to go see that. See, for somebody like me, where Metallica is just a, a notch below Kiss, yeah, this was just like my fucking head exploded when I saw the announcement. I mean, I, I'm now kidding. if it was Maiden, right. I'd been the first guy in line and go get tickets, right? right. Right. So. Yeah, of course. I know. 
I didn't know that about Maiden that they're picky where they play. I didn't know that. Oh, there is not that they're picky. They just here's the dates we play and we're out. We are all in our sixties, and we are not going to the U.S. to go play a hundred shows. Yeah, no, we play fifty. Yeah, we'll play fifty. They play like hockey type arenas. Yeah, right. So you where you get yep. twenty, thirty, forty thousand people depending on where you are. Sometimes they'll play basketball arenas, whatever, and yeah. you come to yeah, us. Like more, here, the only show was in Columbus. So if you lived anywhere around here, the only way you could go was you had to go to Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Brad, Brad, to answer Brad, I did not get field tickets for Foxborough. I've, I've seen Metallica in Foxborough before. I got like mid-level seats, and they were shockingly cheap. I was blown away at how fucking cheap they were. The field tickets aren't always great either. I don't right? like that. That's why I got to, I got at Foxborough, I got the 200 section. Which is where I saw them on the hardwired tour in the 200s. It's fucking great. Plus, this one, fucking is, great. This one, they're going to be in the round. Yeah. When I saw them on the hardwired tour, they were in the far ends. Of, they were on the opposite side of me. This, they're going to be right in the in the round. Um, and then Jack says, "Yeah, it's amazing." In two in two nights, so I'll, I'll see them on Friday and Sunday night. You'll hear 40 different songs. That's awesome. That's that fucking awesome. ridiculous. Hey Tom, here's an interesting fact. Fish went 13 shows without repeating one song. Fish also went 13 yeah, shows without me caring. 15 minutes long. Yeah. Fish played 13 shows and only did 13 songs. <laughs> Glenn Walker, massive fan from Ireland. I would love for Tom and Zeus to come on my channel as guests. What the fuck's right. a channel? Whatever, whatever that is. A YouTube know, channel. Like a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. There you go. Like his TV channel? Okay. Oh, wait, so. Ryan Michael Scott says, but they all sounded the same. I'm assuming he's referring to the fish comment. <laughs> it's the same 13 songs, one song each set. Oh, we are not going to have a fish conversation. No. Fish. Jason Smell asked, like Jason was surprised that I'm a Maiden fan. Uh, I'll tell you, it was wasted years and somewhere in time hit me right at the right time as I was graduating from high school. Because I don't know if I would have been a Maiden fan if I enter at Number of the Beast. Right. Yep. So somewhere in time was in my bang zone. And then it was really Eddie. Yeah. Right. It was, it was the mascot that kind of hooked me in. And a lot of people say, uh, that know me go, you like made like, isn't that like Prague? And it is close to, it can be proggy at times. Some of it is, yeah. And they've got, you know, rhyme in the age of man or some of these songs are 13, well, 15, something this long. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't love all of maiden and I don't have a single maiden album I would take on a desert Island with me. Right, but I do enjoy a lot of Maiden, and it's one of the best bands I've seen live, and it's one of my top ten bands. It's just one I, of those where the visual, the mascot, the aura, the vocal, the just it's just the right kind of chili, I guess. I don't know hey, how to Tom, um Sonny, you said something which reminds me. Is there a perfect kiss album? To me, yeah. Uh yeah. Uh what? Do, do the solo albums count? Yeah, of course. Well, Paul would be number one. Paul would be my number one perfect kiss album. Hold me, touch me. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely (laughs) love it. (laughs) Steve, I can't. But seriously, that's the problem that kiss has. Like, there's not one for me. Hold on. There's three for me. There's three for me. Hold on. Hold on. This is a this is a great talk. Before we get into that, let's let's fly through a couple comments here just to make people. uh, uh, 
Jack Panacchio wants to know, Maiden, do they no. do meet and greets? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. They they uh, do they do have a um they do have like a pre-party thing once in a while for Trooper Beer. Club. And um Steve Harris has been known to show up to a few of them, but there's no like meet and they don't do meet and greets. You Josh can run Brown? into Nico, you won't run into really anybody else. Yeah. Josh Brown Harris says, walk around all the time on the Mork like by himself. He was only there once. Oh. Yeah. Josh Brown uh says I'm trying to get into them. I'm I'm assuming he's referring to Iron Maiden. Where should I start? Depends on what kind of music you like. So if you like more of the melodic type music, I would start at somewhere in time, Seven Son of a Seven Son. If you like more prog music, get a start with their newest stuff. And if you like like straight new wave of British heavy metal, you want to start at Number of the Beast and go that way. Yeah. Okay. Power Slave and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it depends on what you like. Heavy yeah. Mayo wants to know why Murph is not present. Murph is in New York City with his family. Murph's getting some culture this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Murph's being a smart guy. Murph's uh, stuck in a locker. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Looking at a Glenn Walker says Sonic Boom is a perfect kiss album. Glenn, you have you must be under the influence right now. Stand I mean, by my horrendous. Side. Beyond I'll horrendous. Be next to you. When you uh, me. All right. Get back to the perfect kiss album. There isn't one. Yeah, there's always so. something with a dent. There's something there. The closest, I will say this, the closest one for me, and there's still a little bit of eh to them, the closest to me is Dress to Kill and Dynasty. Mm. Only because... Uh, now that I think about it, Dynasty might be the closest thing because I really don't dislike anything off it. Except charisma is like the, the only thing on, on Dynasty that gets me is the Savior. Oh, I love that. Other than that, the chorus. The chorus I with that. Yeah, the chorus is okay, that, but, but you're right. Overall, I mean, there there's no skippers on that. Um, rock. I, I would I would say Dynasty, Rock and Roll Over, and maybe. Um, I can do, I can do Destroyer for me. I'm oh sorry. no way! Yes. God, no yes. way! No way! I, if it wasn't for Beth on there, I'd be good with that one too. Destroyer is not I, even I in my that. top ten of Kiss albums. Yeah, completely overrated. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Completely yeah. overrated. <laughs> my point. Yeah, but if you the, go the, back and you listen, I don't care. I, I will still hear when you're alone. I listen if I'm in the car, nice easy. And Beth comes on. It's Peter's vocals. I prefer that any day to okay. any fucking Eric Singer. Live right. shit and anything like that. Stevie right. Stevie Flythe wants to know what's keeping rock and roll over from being a perfect album. It's oh, not. That's easy. one of my three. So it's easy. Paul, easy. Paul Solo, Asylum, and Rock and Roll and Over. You, I can't believe Hold, Hold Me, Touch Me. I love See, Paul's album. Love that song. See You in Your Dreams is fucking not good. No, that's not bad. Not good at all. It's not terrible. It's not the best song on that album, but it's no, good. it's not that I, I would say to, at all. honestly, I I would say dress to kill in Dynasty. Because uh, everything else has at least one or two. I'm just like, eh. I mean, I Creed love just for me. I mean, I love oh. Unmasked, but there's a couple songs on there that are like a little eh for me. Um, Steve, what about you? What do you think? Uh, like I said, I, I think I think Dynasty is really really close to to Perfect Kiss album. There's nothing I skip on it, and that's how I go by. Like, what what albums yeah. have stuff that I skip? Yeah, um, yeah. And in thinking of it, I, I don't really skip anything on 
Dress to Kill. I don't really skip any. Actually, I don't even really skip anything on the first Kiss album. I, you I don't turn I up anything for my baby. You turn that fucking song up. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't turn it. Here, I'll put it this way. The I chorus is bad. I don't turn it up. But if I'm if I'm playing my vinyl, I don't get off my my lazy ass to move the needle to the next. You don't get up to put it on. Like I do for Beth or for. But you get off your lazy ass to put the next Halloween album on. I understand why. Because it's great. Hold on. Doug Bentley says, "Dress to Kill side one is filler. That that's it. That is madness. Because it has less, not that many like songs that became." Uh, I don't yeah. know, not hits because Kiss doesn't really. God, I love Room Service. It's one of my favorite. Absolutely, that sounds fucking fantastic. Two timers, awesome. I mean, the one th- for for me, uh, Revenge. I, I don't like. I don't. I don't like. God gave rock and roll to you. That's and, terrible. And Tough Love yeah. is a little. Eh. Tough Love. Oh, is, I like Tough Love. Love. It's not bad. <laughs> That's a t- live. It's good. <laughs> That's a terrible song, and poor Bruce got to hear it firsthand from us. What about Lick I It Up? That song. What about what? What about Lick It Up? Oh, look it up. It's fantastic. No, 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 but I'm saying is that. What, what, I don't what, actually like the title, uh, title track that much. I would probably say we haven't reviewed Lick It Up yet. I would say Lick It Up is one of the worst songs on the entire album. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the title track that much. with you people? That's, just, that's repetition. That's just fucking fatigue. The riff is insane. Gary I mean, Cap wants to know what's the perfect side on any Kiss album. Well, if I have three perfect albums, then that would be six perfect sides, Gary. Oh, Are you not listening? That. Gary, I love you. But come on, dude. Gary, I'm going to give you permission to tell Sonny to go fuck himself. <laughs> he doesn't need permission. Dynasty, side one, is, Dynasty <laughs> side one is. The funniest thing, everybody is saying, if Love Gun did not have Then She Kissed Me, it would be perfect. There you but go. Or yes. Almost Human. And it oh, does. What's the matter with you? Stop it. Oh, Heavy Mail goes side one, Rush Moving Pictures. Yes. Mm. Dude. <laughs> Straight <on>. outside. <laughs> Chuck it out the window. Dude, where's that, where, where's that gif of the lady? Hey, Damien, over here. <laughs> Damien, it's all for you, <laughs> Damien. <laughs> Brad Rustovin thinks 2000 Man sucks. It's not great. <sighs> Dude. It doesn't suck. If I knew some of the bands that he listens to, I would say they suck. But I, I don't know 90% of the bands. That's because 90% of the bands he listens to sold three albums. That's why. <laughs> Mark Me and Flores. DC have, have the other two. Hold on. Here's, <laughs> yeah. a, here's a great description of Rush. Mark Flores says Rush is a vagina repellent. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's, there is an album name if you ever heard one right there. Rush can use that. Halloween, Sabotage, Lizzie Borden. <laughs> like, there's a bunch re- of fans. Realistic as that email that we got, Tom, where the, where the guy was like, yeah, I, I saw these, these beautiful women. She was like, I'm going to go see Rush right now. Why? Giddy Lee is the handsome man. That never happened. That, that was not a woman. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's a man, man. That's not your mother, Basil. That's a man. <laughs> Josh Brown, no, no rush hate for me and Tom here. He- Heavy Mayo says I get bullied repeatedly for my album discography. Yeah, that's because you have like the outfield in there. A side one. I love the outfield. What's wrong with the outfield? I just like making fun just, of like we one love, song. We love Heavy Mayo. Um, A side one. 
Hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. Jay from the Hook Rock says the most perfect album is the third Danger Danger <laughs> album. Is that Screw It? No, that's the second album, huh? dude. With the do fact they have you know that, the fact that they actually have a third album. Do they have a third album, righty? Screw It's the second album, right? Yeah, they have like four or five. Oh, side one from Music from the Elder. Hang on, what Shit. about it? Is your perfect? Side one? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. All right, here's a good question from Glenn Walker. Do you want a new Kiss album? No. Yes, absolutely. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Yes. yes. Let me absolutely decide if I like it. Not. That's. I agree with Zeus. Let me decide if I like it or not. You Give will not. Something. I know I won't. I don't but know. I I, there's certain songs. Well, why do you I want like? one? So I can do an episode on how much it's fucking vote. <laughs> so, so so we can do an episode on how much it's terrible, and then do hey. a live stream and have everybody jump in on how bad the new Kiss album is. Hey, hey well, Tom, at least if they put a new album out, it'll be something that they're moving forward with. Tom, I got a good Maybe. one for you. How's this okay. one? Side two of Crazy Nights. You're gonna have to when read it. All's come me. down. Reason to live. Good awesome. girl gone bad. Awesome. Turn on the night. Thief in the awesome. night. I'll t- awesome. I like that. That's good. That's good. That's a think, deep, that's a deep cut there, Tom. Side. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because yeah. I, I I I think when your walls come down is an awesome deep cut. Yeah, I mean, like look at revenge in the oh, middle of that. On, you got God on. gave rock and roll. That sucks. Hold on, Cliff King brings up a good point. If they right. did a new album, it would have to be better than Monster, right? No guarantees. Be you careful know. what you ask for, dude. I, that I, album is fucking. Be sucks. careful what Come you ask on, for. dude. It's not bad. It's just not as good as the other ones. It's the production like, on it. it, it sucks. I like it. The, the production on it sucks. Steve, you like it? Yeah, I like it better than Sonic Boom. No, no, no. Shit, right? You were right. They got seven albums: Danger, Danger, Screw It, Dawn, For the Hard Way, The Return of the Great Gildersleeves, Cockroach, and Revolve. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, Cockroach is on rotation. And, uh, Cockroach yeah. is really good, hold, though, actually. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to get back to this. Sonny, do you think Monster is better than Sonic Boom? Uh, oh, that was no, I know, but I, I want to see what Sonny thinks, then I want to see what... Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, this is like new. This is news. Zeus, is, is Monster better than Sonic Boom? Are you fucking high? No, no. I'm not. I'm... <laughs> no, absolutely not. By the, like way, any, any, by the way, any Beastie Boy fans out there, I am drinking Grand Royal, like the record label. What is what is that? I have no idea. My friend came over You're to the here? house. For, my friend came over to the house for the Patriots game a couple weeks ago. It comes from Maine. It yeah, it's from the Oxbow Brewing Company in Newcastle, Maine. All right. I got another uh, one for you guys. It was free. The force, the four live and unplug. What do you got? I told you people hate me when I answer this question. And they think I'm being, they think I'm trolling. No, you went went two, one, three, unplugged, I think. Or unplugged three. No, I got a live three. I got got a live two, a live three, then a live. Oh, you have three over a live. Yeah. I got a live two, a live, a live three, unplugged symphony. Sonny. For for me, it goes unplugged. I won't alive two. Alive, alive three symphony. So the three of you 
have Alive 2 over 1? Yes. Jay has my ranking. Jay has Alive 2, 3, Alive, and then Unplugged. Although, see, there are days where I want to put Unplugged over Alive. I'm sorry. Unplugged is better than all those albums. I, 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 I'm Honestly, that, I won't argue with anybody. Here's how it goes. It goes Alive. It goes Unplugged. It goes 2, 3, uh, yeah, and then 2, 3. And then four, four. four. Yeah, four. yeah, I forgot before. I was no, I, I thought unplugged is better than alive too, in my opinion. It's do hard. You guys, do you guys think that your picks does anything factor into that besides what's on it? Does like when you got it, yes, have something to do with yes. it, or something yes. happened yes. when you were first yes. listening to it? And, yes. and that's how it is for me for alive too. That's, we're all the same age. That's why it makes sense yeah. for most of us to pick alive too. The thing about uh, uh, again. Uh, I I said it the other day, Tom, with you. I'm like, when I went back and got back into Kiss and I went back because of Asylum and then I went backwards and stuff, when I picked up Alive, because I kept hearing Alive, 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 I got Alive first. I'm like, the fuck? I don't know any of these songs. Because when I got into Kiss when I was little, I didn't know Come On and Love Me, Black Diamond shit. I knew all the middle album songs from Alive that's, too. That's why I have, I have no... Um, connection to alive because i started with love gun then i got double platinum then i got dynasty and then i was and then when cds came out i was like oh alive too it's like a greatest hits but it's a live album so i'm gonna get a lot like i never went backwards to those first three albums until i was like like older i think the yeah, only expo- yeah. the only exposure the only exposure i had from to those first three albums is when i got double platinum yeah. and, and and those songs that were on double platinum um, but, but Steve, you, you're on to something. So, you know, I get into kiss mid eighties. The reason unplugged connects with me best is because all these fucking bands were doing unplugged series. Yeah. And I'm like, can a band that I love go do this, please. Yeah. And when kiss did it and they knocked it out of the park, I'm it. like, that's what I'm talking about. They, right? they, 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 the kiss unplugged. The reason why it's hard for me to rank unplugged is because it's an unplugged album. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not. It's my favorite fucking rock and roll night version. Me too. I love it. it. Me too. And, yeah. It's and my favorite. Those, I still love you version. Some of those. It's, those to me, it's better than live uncensored. One to that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing I love about it is they opened up with coming home, a song like no one fucking knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, and then I, I kind of got a weird connection to a live too. And that's why it's my second. I had heard rocket ride. And I'm like, there's songs like that on that album, yeah. right? And that's when I went to a live two first. So it's all kind of how you kind of got into it. I think it's all exactly right. what Steve said. Couple couple comments here, but uh, people have a lot. To- is enough on <laughs> People have a lot to say, which is awesome here. Um, <laughs> see, hey, the wallets here, Christopher Hate, awesome. Sonny has Sonny has his. Thank you, Chris. He you knows why. Yes, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Daryl Albert is giving uh, us uh, uh, updates. Purdue just tied it up at seven. Mr. Michigan hat, Daryl Albert says. Damn. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with people? Don't He's tell me. Taping it. <laughs> what are you, Seinfeld? Don't tell me. I've been taping the game. I've been fresh. Bruins uh, are down to two nothing. So hold on. Let's see. Uh, you wouldn't know how to find a hockey game on TV in your own state. Never mind in Boston. Mark, dude, I know how to get to CBS Sports, bitch. Mark Flores wants us to get back to talking about Paul's feelings. 
Uh, hey, hey, Tom, no, go to Ryan Michael Scott. Allison change unplug number one. We did do a dorm damage about unplugs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Glenn Walker says, is this next week's episode or is this just a live stream? This is just a live stream. This is not next week's episode. Oh, you guys are going to love next week's episode. We already have it all playing out. You guys are going to love it. Oh, get ready. Uh, oh, Stephen Wood wants to know, where is the chips enough unplugged? Dude, I, I know. That means a different thing. That's not music. No, he's still wandering the halls of Creatures Fest back yeah. and forth, hoping to get noticed. Hey, uh, Zeus, Daryl wants to know what connection you have to Michigan, a love of Harbaugh's khakis? Damn. So when we were in college back then, in his college heydays in 90s and stuff, everybody had a school. I had family in Michigan, so I was planning on going to University of Michigan, and uh, I didn't, but I have a love because they're the best, I think, sports university in the country. And when I went there, it was the heyday. Uh, Michigan, you had Weber, Chris Weber, and the Fab Five. You had Michigan, How- Desmond Howard competing for uh, national titles. Yeah, their it was hockey team. Fucking, their hockey team is insane. Like, yep. even right now, Michigan had, what is it, last year? Four of the top five hockey draft picks. Yep. From uh, U.S. colleges, four of the first five picks were from Michigan. Nobody hey, competes with them. Hey, guy, I'm going to step out for one second. I got to take my puppy out for a pee break. So continue. I'll be right back. Yeah. So when, go ahead. when Weber went to the Warriors, oh. I went to the first couple of Warriors games. There's people screaming at him. We don't have any timeouts left. We don't have any timeouts left. Everybody says that shit. But if you looked at the game, why is the guy playing center carrying the ball up. Where the fuck was Jalen Rose? <laughs> yeah. That's what pissed me off. That poor bastard. He was, he kind of changed that whole position. The big guy who yeah. was inside and he could also step back and hit that shot. And then all of a sudden now you got Duncan's and other six yeah. foot 10 guys stepping back and hitting shots and inside. But uh, Chris Weber is my favorite basketball player of all time. When at NBA live, do you ever play? Oh yeah. NBA Live with that that Warriors team. It was yep. him, Spreewell, uh, Tim Hardaway, and who was the other? Uh, Mullen, and yeah. I forget who the other guy was. Oh, I forgot. Who was the other guy? Spreewell, Mullen, and uh, I think now, it was okay. number one. La, la, la somebody. La, not not Latrell Spreewell. No, wait. Yeah, you already Spreewell Hardaway, yeah, I yeah, thought. Yeah. Yeah. And there was Weber. Um, Mullen. Mullen. I don't know. And then, uh, then he went to the Wizards. And that team had Jorge Marison. Remember him? <laughs> him, Howard, uh, Weber, uh, Mark Price, and Mark Price. Oh yes, yes. And the shooting guard was somebody else that was pretty good. He was an all-star too. Love those teams back then, man. Those '90s basketball were fantastic. Mitch uh, the bitch, Richmond. Richmond. There you that's go. What that, that's what we always just <laughs> yeah. say. Mitch the bitch, Richmond. That's I forgot about that right. because I opened a Target store in the mid '90s, and we were supposed to have a Warrior come sign stuff, <laughs> and uh, all the guys backed out, and Hardaway was the only guy that showed up. Oh, really? And uh, nice guy though. I met yeah. him. Nicest guy ever. But uh, all these other guys that bailed. Springwell's uh, supposed to come. Totally. His son went to Michigan. Tim Hardaway Jr. went to Michigan. Oh. Um, I just like that. I saw uh, yesterday on Twitter somebody had the all Kardashian team. 
of all the players that the Kardashians have banged. And they're like, this is like an all-star team. There was like 12 guys. Can I just read a comment here for a minute here? Wolf Meglin says, odds are that Tom is pissing on a tree right now with his dog. No. Do you, you have any idea how close I was to actually doing that out in my backyard? He'd use a piss cup. <laughs> no, I'm good right now. I'm good. Oh. Yeah, uh, Tom, I mentioned to you, uh, unplugs, because yes. somebody had mentioned uh, AIC's unplugged. So we did our episode, Dorm Damage, on unplugs. Do you have top five you can think off the top of your head, you guys? Top five guys, unplugged albums? Are you, yeah. Are you, yeah, you guys, are you into the unplugged? Do you even like the unplugged stuff? Go ahead. Go ahead, Sonny. I do like the unplugged stuff. I can't remember everybody who did one. Do you guys so remember, to... Sonny, I don't mean to interrupt. Do you remember when VH1 released the VH1 stripped? It was like their, it was like their version. Love of it. I don't remember. Yeah. And, they did, they, they, and they did like a hair metal one. Yeah. It yeah. was fucking awesome. So there is a unstripped version of an alias song called More Than Words Can Say on that one. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. That it, it it will give you chills. It is an amazing ballad done and done stripped. Yeah, I remember that. It was VH1 classic, and it was like it was something. It was like, um, it was like hair metal, like stripped or something. Christopher Chris Hake, the wallet wasn't Nirvana the first unplugged no, show. No, wasn't not close. No, that was I think uh, Eric Clapton may have been. That was the first big one. I think the first well unofficial MTV unplugged was fucking Tesla. Bon Jovi when they did the MTV awards and they did uh uh want to dev alive and then everyone's got onto that whole fucking unplugged yeah. show. So Jay yeah, said Jay, Jay talks about great white unplugged doing Zeppelin. They have there's a whole there's a yeah. whole um, there's a whole unplugged album of great white doing Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of great uh white Zeppelin songs on albums and stuff. They do a great job with the Zeppelin stuff. The Rod Stewart one was good. Love that it. You got that here. Album, he love said. it. Yeah, that, was, love that, it. Good. that is good. Uh, I would obviously we're, we're going to jump on all the grunge ones. STP uh, one was good. It's only got like five songs and they've yet to release it ever. Yeah. It's never, it, 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 it has no, I have, I have a bootleg version of the vinyl, the because it was never officially released for some reason. That was like one of the only ones that, like, cause you had, uh, Allison Chains, obviously official release. Nirvana, Pearl Jam was later. Of uh, it just Pearl got released Jam, like two years ago. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Pearl Jam for years was a bootleg, and then they just recently released it officially. The STP has never officially released nope. their unplugged, and it's only on out. Al- it's only vinyl. It's never. I've never seen it on CD. Yep. So uh, those- the Allison Chain ones was it was good. Brian Adams did one was good. Chris- Brian Adams has done a couple of unplugged things that were really good. Chris is Chris is correct. He says I meant the first MTV Unplugged show, Nirvana, like the first show. I don't think no, so. No, no, no. no. I mean, those were like, I think the Clapton one may have been the first kind of big yeah. one. Doug, yeah, Tesla was five man acoustical band, but that, but I'm saying before yeah, that's not an MTV one. But that, but that's what I'm saying before MTV took over. I'm t- in, in terms of like unplugged, like acoustic, Tesla was doing that's it. A, that was a great album. It was, yeah. Tesla and and Queens Wright did a, a, a MTV unplugged. Yep. I know you guys aren't into rap, but there's there's a there's a ton of 
awesome, like, like Jay Z did one. The Jay Z one with the roots as his band is fucking incredible. And I don't even like Jay Z, but the one that he does with the roots as his band, this one with like LL Cool J, it's weird because obviously hip hop unplugged is kind of weird. Stevie Ray Vaughan, I didn't even know Stevie Ray Vaughan did. Oh, Page Plant, that one's incredible, even though it's not really good. That that I do like. I'm not a huge Zeppelin guy, but the Page Plant was really good. They do Gallows Paul on that, it's great. And and actually, oh, that's that, incredible. That, on that cash, that's my favorite version of Cashmere on that on the page plant. On the on the uh, that one, the, the page plant one that they did. The uh, yeah. Brad says Duran Duran did an unplugged. Yeah, they did. I oh, yeah. when, we were, that. when we went I through that, that list, they were all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. right. Yep. Right. right. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't bring that back. Well, MTV doesn't do f- fucking music anymore, so I was gonna say it's too bad they don't bring that back. I was I surprised to see. Yep. I didn't notice this before. I was watching the new Yellowstone season. Yep. I didn't know MTV sponsored that thing. Me neither. Yeah, it produced yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Queens right did it unplug. Did you say that, Steve? Queens right did it unplug. Yeah. yeah, it was great. What year sunny. What was that what year? Um, 90, I'm trying to think, 90, 92, maybe. So it's after Empire. I know, I know. (laughs) Go ahead, Zeus, read it. Jim Lindsay says, wish Sinkin' Stanley and Blackie would do an unplugged. What was the name they call Blackie now? Tracky Lawless. (laughs) I never heard that. (laughs) I saw that show a couple weeks ago. Not Uh, live. Brad says live did an unplug. That I think I remember that one. That's a band that doesn't really stand the test of time, in my opinion. I love throwing copper, but that album is just tracky lawless. Tracky lawless. That's great. Which green guy him forever to get to the states, and now he's got to put up with this bullshit. That's because he sent one of his goons out there, Sinkin Stanley. The guy was wearing a Sinkin Stanley shirt. And he opened up for fans to ask questions. And one of Tim's sinking Stanley goons asked him about tracks. And he answered. That's the problem. He fucking yeah. answered him. Yeah. Right? See, he says, yup. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Blackie Lawless is going to call up Paul Stanley. And they're going to put a hit out on you. Craig Broderick wants to know why can't we do this on YouTube? What would be the oh, difference? I don't have a subscription to StreamYard. We haven't done one of these in two years, so I didn't get a subscription. I can, and then it would go to YouTube as well, and I don't fucking care. I'm not- yeah. Is it a subscription or a prescription? I'm just asking. <laughs> Prescription a is a... Um, no, it's a subscription, right? <laughs> He's fucking with you. Yes, it's a subscription. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, no, we don't have it. We don't. I think you can only pick one place, and so we pick Facebook Live rather than YouTube. That's why. Yeah, well, because we have more people on Facebook than we do YouTube. Yeah. We are not a YouTube channel. No. And uh, I think Casada wanted to make point of that a couple times this week. Jim Li- Jim Lindsay says, I was at the Wasp show on Sunday. I would have gotten my money back. My parents bought it for me as a present. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. So what you saw the show, Steve, was it bad? I mean, I don't even fucking listen to Wasp. I don't have anything. But I like Wasp. I, I I like the show. I really enjoyed the show, but there's parts where you could tell that it was it was too perfect. It was just too yeah. perfect, and there were times where he's 
either stepping away or just getting to the mic and the, the, the vocals are already going. And um, his answer was kind of, but it wasn't just vocals only. I don't think there were guitar, like rhythm guitars and stuff because he started to do the, the, uh, the beginning riff for wild child. And then when the rest of the band kicked in, the tone of the song was different. Like it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't the same guitar that Blackie started that song with. And so it wasn't, I, 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 you know, in, in my opinion, I don't think it was just vocals. I think there was music as well. Cause the one part they did the idol, which was like fucking 10 minutes long, which I love because Doug Blair actually tore it up, but Blackie and bass player walked off the stage and I'm pretty sure they weren't playing their instruments <laughs> while they were taking a fucking break backstage. <laughs> Steve, yeah. how much of the, how much of how much of the set list was like headless and older? None, none. Oh, really? Lord. No. Well, Why you said they did Wild Child. Well, we got, well, we got the we got the real me from Headless Children, and, and you got Wild Child. And, and uh, well, Wild Child was Last Command, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Headless and older, like into '84. No Bruin scores. No Bruin no. scores. I'm taping. You got you got stuff from the first album. You got Animal. Fuck like a beast. You got. Um, like I said, you got the real me. You got a couple blind. from. Did you get blind in Texas. Blind in Texas, we got. Um, that was cool. Jack, and you, Jack got a, you got a huge chunk of the show was from Crimson Idol. Wow, <laughs> sink like a beast. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Black. Jack Pinocchio. Hold on, Steve. Jack. Jack says, "How can you tell if Blackie's lip syncing? Have you seen his massive microphone?" <laughs> I think I'm telling you, Blackie's never coming back. He is never coming. No, back. he doesn't need this no. shit. He's probably saying himself, nope. right? No, and, and we and actually we <laughs> saw Blackie. I, I think the, we we saw Wasp. I think the last show that they played in the states before. Now I I could be wrong, but um, I thought that was I thought some of that stuff was tracked then as well, and that was in 2011, 2012, something like that. Jay says, I want to track somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's got a massive mic stand. That's what Paul needs to do. He needs to wear that humongous urban sombrero hat so it covers his fucking mouth and you can't see if he's actually lip syncing. He's just singing the shadow. So Doug Doug says, Sisters Doll played to tapes as well. Everyone has a hard on for them. They have no bassist. And lo and behold, they have bass and keyboards. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie yeah. was very quick to point that out, but I don't know. There, I think they're doing it for a money saving money savings point of view. Yeah, like you can't fly five guys from Australia here like that. Yeah, I don't a, think it. That's small. Yeah, but you I, can. Yeah, I don't think somebody when I mean, they I know. I know it food. sounds bad. I know it sounds like you're kind of making excuses. I, you're right, Sonny. I don't think they're doing it for deceptive purposes. Hold yeah. on, Jack's got a comment here. No, no, I can vouch for Sisters Doll. Yeah, fellow Aussie. Yeah, they're great guys. I can tell you that. Good kids. Um, their music is pretty good. I just, I don't know. At this point, I, I like, I don't want to know shit like this. Like, I don't want to. I'm not saying deceive me and lie to me. I just don't want to know. Just let me enjoy my show. Here's the thing. You. But if you're gonna do it, do it subtly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't. And practice what the fuck you're doing. Don't be away from the microphone when you're still supposed to be fucking singing. They're all fucking doing it. They're all doing it. Why I'm don't sorry. they do what they... Like, one way or another, I, I think most fans are. Well, a lot of fans are. 
Armored Saint was not. They suck. Like, I was just gonna say, dude. Nobody, nobody would know if Armored Saint is doing. Oh, it. oh yeah. I'll tell you what. That crowd was all four people that care. They would know. Ass. All right. Ass. Okay. So let me ask you this. I, I, let me ask you this, uh, everybody. Okay. If the option was to see your band using tracks or getting some help or getting a lift or doing whatever or not seeing them at all, what would you take? I'll take anything rather than not seeing them at all. Of course you would. Yeah. That's but me. I would I prefer it if would they depend put, on the band. Do you know how good Kiss could make it if they put three guys, two guys, maybe in a girl in different makeup as backing singers? That would all? never ever Paul wouldn't let it. But Paul, it would would be, Paul, Paul would be in a fucking straitjacket in a mental <laughs> institution before they allowed that happen. Love gun. Love gun. Love Never. gun. You know what? And I don't mind seeing extra guys on the stage. And then he talked about that either. in your guys' episode. Yeah. Bon Jovi's done it. Aerosmith does it. And Sonny, and you guys probably hate and don't like King Diamond. But when he came back to play, he had a female singing with him on stage. And he introduced her as part of the band. And she came out and and co-sang certain parts with him. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Geez, last time I seen Bon Jovi, there were like nine people on the fucking stage. He needs it. He's he needs it. it. He needs to play rock music again. But the yeah, difference is, yeah. but look at but look at what Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is acknowledging that they need a little bit of help. Paul, there is no planet where Paul is going to acknowledge that he needs a lift. True, and, and have somebody on stage. He hasn't been you, caught, caught officially, and he hasn't right. publicly said I use tracks. He might as well say the last round we're going to add this in, make it part of the show. Couple hot ladies in kiss makeup that could Chris, sing, and another guy. And then Chris Vickery. Chris Vickery said it perfectly. Dress them up like the girls from the Love Gun album cover. Yeah, awesome. Do that something like great. that. That'd be Who's perfect. gonna fucking complain if that happens? It would be thinking Stanley would like that. Well, no, because it sink and steal would be put out of business. <laughs> then they can do the background vocals for "Got Love for Sale." Oh, there yeah. you go, the cassettes. Yeah. I don't mind the tracks if I don't either. In- enhancements. Yeah, I don't want to hear karaoke, right? But if it's right. if it's enhancements, I don't mind the tracks because these guys, guys, they are layering on layering on layering <laughs> in the producer in the production. Sorry, <laughs> Craig Broderick have Rachel Gordon do the backups. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. A couple comments. Yeah, a lot of people have opinions on this. This is good. Um, uh, let's see. I'll be right Kurt back. Medlin says Kiss would put them behind curtains like they used to do with the keyboard player. Okay, that's fine. Who cares? No, Paul I want to see says, make it part of the show. It okay, makes sense, right? Okay, Paul Macca says Gene needs to take over Paul's leads. Have you guys heard "Making Love" from Japan? It's beyond brutal. I have not heard it yet. Um, Stephen Wood says for for me, as long as the band is playing live, I don't care about assisting tracks. Um, Jim Lindsay, Paul's therapist, would have to take a permanent residency at his house <laughs> if that happened. You don't think he does already? Jack uh, Jack says, I personally don't care about lip syncing. I just hope the guitar playing and the drums is real. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean the piano playing? It's real. Doug Doug says, who knows you think who he's playing? <laughs> 100%. It's been confirmed. No. Yeah. Wait, Anytime what's that? I've seen I'm, a video of him playing. Wait, I missed that. I'm not a piano player. People say he's not even playing. He's not even playing the right keys. There's no way he's playing that. 100% confirmed. Confirm what? what? From who? That he's playing. From who? Eric Singer himself? On YouTube. 
What are you talking about? Check the ones it. that I see are always people commenting Check that he's it. not playing. It's on YouTube. 100% confirmed. There is no way Eric Singh is playing the piano. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Confirmed. Check YouTube. Google me, bitch. <laughs> uh, Brian on, wants that's to where I got it, Sonny. I'm not a piano player. I can't tell if he's playing. I saw the comments on him playing, and there are people that say, look at this. And, 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 I, and, and I, I have no idea. It's just easy to say he's not playing. Yeah. Is Ace using backing tracks? No. Does he need to? Yes. Yeah. I don't use backing tracks when I play. Yes. My we know you don't hey, use backing buddy, tracks. Our buddy, our buddy uh, Costa Vucina says, make Pulse Therapist do the backing tracks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whoa, somebody says, Doug Bentley says, Eric plays the piano. He worked damn hard at it. I'm telling How you, confirmed. Okay. 100%. And then Glenn Walker says, I am a Tommy and Eric nut swinger, and there is no way Eric is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can reach the pedal. Well, no, he is. It's, he's got the Fisher Price, my first piano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody had a photo up of him on social media of the band and something. I forget who it was. I think, I think it was a picture of Nick Simmons with yep. them. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And I had a blow. Nick's girlfriend's hot. I had to blow this up. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that, that looks like, that looks like the size large children's costume at Party City. <laughs> Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Gary Cab says, I saw the piano when I did the experience. All the keys were marked where he had to play Beth. Okay, yeah, look like you playing it. Okay, hold on. Gary, even if they were marked, you still have to know how to play. In what order and what this isn't like the, this isn't like the ghost and Mr. Chicken where there's like bloody <laughs> fingerprints on the fucking keys. Like, Don Knotts reference. Exactly. <laughs> Is <laughs> that the incredible Mr. Limpet? Mark Flores says he lo Eric Singer looks like a Peter Pinata. <laughs> just, oh, you're feeling the, the beat now. The makeup just does not suit him. Come on, it's just not very good. Josh Brown, it's a learner's keyboard. The keys light up. <laughs> oh, Murph checks in. Hey, Murph. Hey, Murph. Yeah, Ralph Furley. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, come on, boys. Let, let's be serious here. All right, let's get back to Kiss here for a second. Another. Uh, so one of the things that we talked about with Eddie was blocks of albums. Oh! Okay, so the first three, Kiss, Hotter Than Hell, Dress to Kill. Second three, Destroy a Rock and All the Love Gun. And then that next four of Dynasty Unmasked Elder Creatures. What do you rank them? What do you prefer? Oh, you guys forgot to put the last three. Yeah, rank them how? You want them ranked how? Like in blocks. If you if you're on a desert island, you can take a block of like you're taking the first three, the second three, group like blocks of albums from their career. I take the second three. So destroy I, I, a rock and roll over, destroy a rock and roll over, love gun. Okay, Sonny. You're, you look like you're in pain right now. I and if you guess. and if you want us and if you if you want us to throw Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster in there, go for it. There's I'm taking the first three. 
I, I cannot listen to then she kissed me almost human fucking great expectations <laughs> sweet pain i'm sick of those do you notice songs. how sonny picked the Earth songs three. he hates more so than say. the songs yeah. that he likes yeah but what about the songs oh, because you like? okay, so on your yeah but i live with the other one okay what's that steve so on on, on sonny's island he can't skip a fucking song <laughs> yeah but i gotta live with them i'd rather have the first three I skip okay. less. I don't. Mark Flores thinks that "Then She Kissed Me" is better than "Love Theme" from Kiss. No, no, <laughs> that is not correct. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Mark, I this? love you. That is not. There's a I difference. Like, I, I like the guitar tone on that song. That's the only good thing about it for me. Oh, and then she kissed me. Yeah, me too. I agree. That me too, Steve. I like. Right, I like I'll say this. Hold on. What, what's that, so, Zeus? So I, I'll say this. If I'm saying all around three albums, I'd probably go the middle. Me too. But I could argue if I could make a greatest hits from any of those eras, I might take that whole fucking dynasty through Creatures of the Night if I could Never. make 10 songs Never. from those three. Yes. No way. No way. No way. Well, and, well so, okay. Actually, so now you're getting into a whole other potential episode. Mm-hmm. You make a 10-song collection from each group. We do that. because be, What's that? I said we do that. I know you do that. Yes. If so we, we can do that, I'll take the middle three. So, Sonny, all right. So, Sonny brings up a good point. If you're stuck and you have to listen to only three albums, you're going to take the first three. But are you kind of acknowledging that the, that the hits are stronger on the second three? The songs that I like are like the good, like the, the good songs three. are really good on that second three. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, that second, that that third grouping, there's just too much fucking hitter. It, it, it's impossible to compete with those first six. Oh, I can come up with ten songs that a lot more people would love out of the third three. I you could get too. more. Fairweather fans, if you put the right 10 so- songs together from the third th- group of three or four you're talking about, mm-hmm. you will get more people listening. You would actually have more than two women listen than, you know, that we have today. We don't, but, want, uh, we, we don't want any women listening. <laughs> pick at least three good songs off a of dynasty. You got, I know oh, three you guys or four love easy Unmasked. Off of Unmasked I yeah. know you guys love Unmasked. And then you, everyone goes to the two big songs from music from the elder. And then you've got a, a few songs. Everyone likes, cre- well, most people like creatures and you take three, four songs from there. But I'm the telling argument, you, I could okay, rival it. I agree with you, Zeus. The, 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 the argument there would be that you're making a set list that is not as fatigued as a set list. Absolutely. That's what you're talking about. You can't burned out any of those songs. Yeah, right. that's. And that's what it is. Right? Oh, oh my no. God, Tony's in here okay. now. We yeah, okay, we gotta shut it down. Tony. Where's the button to boot somebody. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen. Stephen Wood wants to argue that X-ray eyes is the best track on. No Dynasty. way. We haven't Could reviewed be. it yet. Could be. Could we be. haven't reviewed it yet. I, sure no I, I really like it though. Sure, no something's the best track on that album. Could I'm be. Not gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, Mark Flores. This is easy. Peter's 78 solo or Paul Stanley Soul Station. Peter's album times a billion. Soul Station times 10. No, Peter. And I like Soul Station. 
Soul Station's good, but give me a break. It's so phony and forced. It's it's well produced. It's well performed, but it's completely it's produced like a like a Broadway musical. I think Peter's seventy eight solo is way more organic and 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 heartfelt. I would take Peters too over Soul Station. Yeah. Now, and 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 the thing is too for Soul Station, I like I like the original songs better than I like the covers. Yeah, the covers the covers just sound like karaoke. Yeah, and they're they're just like sounds just like totally. It's a great band and the backing singer. It is. Oh no, no, it's yeah. We said it when when we reviewed the album. It sounds great. It's well produced. It's well performed. It's well sung. Yeah. Um, Yeah, everything that Peter's album is not. No, you're 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 wrong. You're Thank wrong. you for making my point. All right, and Josh so. Brown, you are absolutely correct. I would say Magic Touch is like one A. Okay, to me, so hold it was on. sure knows something in Magic Touch. Solo albums is obviously the, the people battle the first two. What's the worst? Solo album? Yeah. Jeans. I've I have become okay. Hold, wait, I wait, can wait, tolerate wait. Peter's jeans is brutal. So hold on, wow. this is a revelation because I thought you were completely on the Peter sucks thing. I can tolerate Peter's album. I just don't love it. Jeans album, I can't even get through it. <laughs> you don't like I can't even get ten on an album. See, you can't even hear a dog on that. I don't know where where that what song that dog is supposed to be on. I I can't hear it anywhere on that fucking album. I like them all. I'll be honest with you. I like them all. I, yeah, I, of course I, you do. I, You're a kiss hard. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing the thing with Peter's solo album is if you're not already um, if you're not already inclined to enjoy that style of music, then you just you you're already out. You know, you're already out. I, I love that style of music. Me too. I I, I, I like, but I don't like. I just don't like Peter doing it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I think the problem. You're a ballad problem, sorry, guy, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Steve. Yeah. So how do you you don't like Peter's ballad voice and singing? Uh, it's okay. What the songs weren't that great. Okay. What about Rod Stewart then? Do you like his voice love him? And his stuff? Love him. Love it. But he's got better songs. The songs are really way better song. Yeah, he's a singer yeah. songwriter. Yeah. 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 Steve, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I I tell you what, and I think I got I got Paul's album first, and then I got Peter's album, and then Ace, and then I got Jeans, and I, I appreciate them all for what they are. Except "Hold Me, Touch Me, Sunny," that song just absolutely uh, that I think that is the worst song on all across all the fucking solo albums. Which one? Yeah, I agree. Which one? "Hold Me, Touch Me." That is yeah. the worst song across. No. I will take yeah. any other song on any other solo album besides that. Take that out. Paul's album is perfect. It sounds like complete. Corny, it's like premeditated it. bullshit. It's like if you just took styrofoam and just started crumbling. It's it. the Folgers crystal fucking single. Uh, does. even better. Pretty much, yeah. But we did, um, we did the uh, Kiss albums on R four, and I did Jeans. Yeah, and then I have a new appreciation for that album too. There's, I don't mind it. A lot Neither going on. on that I album. don't mind it. There's I don't a mind lot it at going all. On, on that album, and and I think that. Jeans is the best produced album out of all of them. There's no. a you put your headphones on, listen to that. There's a lot going on on that. Yeah, it album. sounds good, but the song Ace is is best produced in my opinion. Eddie makes that thing sound great. Yeah, well, he has to because you know, I, I think he does. Stuff. But I think for for <laughs> what each album is, I think Jeans is produced the best for what he's playing. If that makes any sense. 
Say that again, Steve. Oh, you just broke up. I, I think that Gene's album sounds the best for what he's playing. I mean, yeah. I love Aces. I love the production on it. But for how Gene's songs are and what's going on in your headphones, I, I, I like the production on that. I, I have a new appreciation for that. And trust me, I'm not going to my turntable tonight and throwing that on. I will absolutely throw on Paul's first, and I will throw on Aces second. And, you know, Gene and Peter are, you know, I, I, I probably will never – Unless I'm going to hear them all, you know what I mean. I I won't. It's they're not go tos, but but Paul's and then Aces are my two go tos. Here's, here's what I'll say. Couple this com- is- Zeus, Zeus, hold hold on. Just, just blow through a couple comments here because a lot of people have a lot of things to say because we're talking about solo albums. Um, let's see here. Um, Stephen Wood thinks that I'm drunk. Uh, I'm not. I don't know why you think that because of my opinions are awesome. Uh, you said the might be the beard. Is- I put the what, eyes. The ace comment, Tom. What's the matter with my eyes? They're handsome. They're, They're hypnotizing. I'm, They're I'm like the Wiz from Seinfeld. You look at my eyes, you just you just get captivated. Uh, Brad Brad thinks It's All Right is the best song from all four albums, and it should have been on Love Gun instead of Then She Kissed Me. Yes, I actually agree with that statement. If it's if if any of Paul, that's a that's a fantastic. If if you take any of those top tier songs from Paul and throw them on Love Gun, it's a Fucking five star perfect ten album. Hey, and, and all right, guys. So, what song would you replace? Then she kissed me with from Paul's stole a while. You go. He yeah. just said it. It's all right. Uh, it would for me. It would probably be. Wouldn't you like to know me? I would do goodbye. I would do tonight. You belong to me. Well, that's the best song off that album. I just don't know <laughs> if that fits on Love Gun. See, that's the that's why Paul's album is so great. Here's what I wanted to say about the album. So, okay? yeah, go ahead. I think because when you people ended up getting best of solo albums, the three A songs that are on the best of solo albums, which is Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My Baby, New York Groove, are by far the best selection from each one of the solo albums. It's the only by album that got it fucking it, far. I, I think it's the only album oh. that got it. I think it's the only album that got it right. Yes, that's my point. Yeah. So, but if you, yeah, go you go further, if you go down further and you go to song four, five, and six, Paul's four, five, and six will destroy Aces four, five, and six. Steve, and Steve that's the difference. Steve, read, read uh, what are the three Gene songs? Okay, I, I'll go. I'll go side one, side two. All right, side one is Ace, New York Groove, Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My Baby. Then it, then it goes to Peter. You matter to me. Toss and turn and nope, hooked nope. on rock and roll. Yes, love side it. two, Gene, Radioactive, yes. Mister Make Believe, See no, You in Your Dreams. No. no. No, Paul Stanley. Tonight you belong to me. Move yes. on, hold me, touch no. me. No, no. Move, yeah. on, move on and hold me, touch me are probably the two worst songs on the album. Yeah. So think about it. So what's the reputation? The reputation is this: if you get that, you're like fucking P- Aces. Wait, is the best three. It's not even yeah. close. Yeah. But four, five, and six, he gets blown away by Paul. I still don't understand, and I know that we've already, I know that we've talked about it throughout the night. I don't understand what. Maybe somebody can help me. Why would you put Hold Me, Touch Me on the best of the solo albums? Why? Paul Stanley. Ballad. Ballad, Sonny? But it's just so, but it's such a bad fucking ballad. That's just an opinion. I love it. And for the late 70s, it's perfect. Okay. You're you're right. It is 1978, and that shit was kind of. Fucking horrible, I guess. Yeah. Now, I'll tell next. you, Ace's album 
if Ace's album had Rocket Ride instead oh, of Fractured it. Mirror, it'd be forget my it. favorite Kiss album. Oh no, no, Fractured Mirror is awesome. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great instrumental. Fractured Mirror, I'm awesome. in need of love. I'm in need of oh, love. I like that song. I like yeah. that it's oh, I've got I, a different I would ozone off of there before I oh, was yes. oh, no, oh, I'd leave that in there. Drug song. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's all right. Fun. Well, well Sonny, you bring up a great point. What, what if, what if Rocket Ride, All American Man, or Larger Than Life were on Love Gun? Think of that. Oh, I thought it'd be outstanding. Right? Right? Yeah, be outstanding. You now, bump off, then she kiss me. Almost right. human. Perfect. Again with almost human. Now, okay. When we talked, to, when we talked to Eddie about the live albums, he said that one of the things that he did not like about a live two was those original tracks. Well, that's one, that's of, the one of the things I do like. Me too, yeah, because no, it's I'm, got, I'm in disagreement. I, I'm the same way. I wish it didn't have them. No, 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 no. I wish. I, I, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about what we wish. I'm talking about current. What it is currently. That's one of the things that I love about Alive too is that I'm getting. I'm getting those live tracks from Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, and Love Gun. But I'm getting new studio recordings it's like you're getting the best of both worlds i think that's what separates alive two from everything else i loved it when fraley's comet did it when they did the live plus one and then they put words are not enough yep. in it man i yep. love that song yep but also side four of alive two you get another cover song any way you want it terrible terrible what what are you doing but yeah but i think if you think about it 77 yeah and dude that song is hella popular in 77 but you, There's a lot of people that know that song. But how true is that? Look at those covers. If, if that's the case, why don't you release it as a single? They didn't release that, right? That wasn't a yeah, single. Yeah, but they would have had to pay money probably, and they don't want to share that Well, then why put it on the album? But look at, the, look at those covers. It's 1977. Kisses at the top of the world. They do it, and then she kissed me cover in an any way you want me cover. Do you think any way you want it, or then she kissed me sold one fucking kiss album? No. 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 No and way. Be, and, 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 and since we're talking it didn't in the tracks, end, but I don't think that I think the thought process was it would open them up to the masses. Okay, it didn't work, but the thought process was still there. It slammed the elder door on them. I think I think I don't think people talk enough about how fucking dumb rocking in the USA is. Hey, hey, hey. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's no worse than living in sin at the hollow. Oh, that song is fantastic. <laughs> Oh, come on, come on. They're both Listen, do you guys think that KISS fans in general are too critical on everything? Ooh, that's a good question. I think they talk about it a lot. I too like what critical. I like. Like if somebody was to ask yeah. me, but but do you, somebody, do you think- nobody's asked me about Hailstorm songs. Nobody's asked me about Sammy Hagar songs. Right. I'd but have the same opinion on a much less shit apart just to pick it apart. I think well, Steve, instead of just enjoying it, say you know those lyrics. I love the song, but the lyrics are stupid. Just enjoy it. It's supposed to be fun. Here's the thing about Kiss. I think that's a good question. I think part. Of, I think the reason why I'm going to answer yes to that question is I think because Kiss is such a nostalgic band that as adults we so badly want what want they used to, we so badly want what they used to be and they're not so we shit on everything current because it's not what it was whereas opposed to like a band like Iron Maiden or Metallica that that releases new stuff like that's pretty good you know it's not ride the lightning but it kicks ass whereas 
I just think so much of Kiss is being a kid and nostalgia that when you're an old guy like us, you're like, that sucks. You want that feeling back again. I don't know. You're looking at those, you're looking back at like awful sci-fi movies you remember as a kid. And then you see them as an adult, and you're like, Perfect. "This is fucking beyond stupid." Perfect and example. You, but, but you still loved it as a kid. But you still enjoy it because of the nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. But then you're mad at yourself for being like, "Jesus Christ, this is beyond dumb." What is a fucking torpedo girl? <laughs> Did you ever go back and watch King Kong versus Godzilla? All those movies. Oh, it's Godzilla! <laughs> you watch it; it's like fucking still awesome. Yeah. Right, right. No, it's fucking stupid. Beyond stupid. <laughs> you're like, dude, that's, that's fake. So that you're now hitting on why I don't like The Godfather. I'm watching The Godfather <laughs> with 52 year old eyes and that's had a, never seen it before. That's a bad. Example. And I'm like, I don't understand why these guys like this movie. Yeah, I don't like I scenery, don't acting, dialogue, movie plots it's that are terrible. Awesome parts. Okay, the acting hope- is terrible. Okay, hold on. A couple is terrible on the Godfather. Terrible. That's honestly now I'm starting now 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 I'm starting to think that you're brain damaged. Oh my god, (laughs) so bad. I don't. I don't don't even get that. I don't understand. I don't. uh, Okay, all right. Let's get to some comments here. Uh, (laughs) Gary Cap says, "If we didn't bitch about Kiss, shout it out loudcast wouldn't exist." That's true. Uh, Ryan Michael Scott, Kiss is fun. That's why this podcast is number one. Um, Josh Brown says it's not being fickle. I think it's being passionate. Uh, oh, this is a great one by Mark Flores. 70s kiss is the tits. What we have now is implants. <laughs> not um, saggy baggies. Stephen Wood, Stephen Wood <laughs> says, if I discovered kiss now in 2022, I don't think I would be a fan. Our buddy Tony, true kiss tards love everything they put out. It's this group of miserable bastards. That <laughs> are true, you are fucking leader. Part of miserable me. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> right between the eyes podcast. Another awesome podcast. Those are really good guys. Check them out. Uh, happy 200 guys. They're awesome. Uh, Murph is telling us to stop. Oh, about the Godfather. Yeah, that's going to yeah. hurt his feelings. Uh, Jay says, who doesn't like the oh. Godfather? Where am I? What? You're on planet Pooney. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Mark Weiss. Great comment. Kiss does not help itself by promoting everything as the next destroyer. That's true. Every time, well, it's the best a lot of bands do that, though. A lot of bands will will harken back to their what they think is their their seminal album or something. Say, you do know, they comparable? Yeah, I I, I, I think. think so. All right, Jack wants to know, Sonny, what's your favorite movie that's along the lines of of our love for The Godfather? And don't say like Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. <laughs> what, like a Godfather type movie? Like a classic, like like you know, mob movie. No, 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 not mob. Just like a like an all timer type movie. I know what Sonny's gonna say for a mob movie. Goodfellas. Okay. Uh, I, I thought you were gonna say Casino. That's my favorite. Casino's mob. one of my favorites. Too. I love Casino. You think Casino's better than The Godfather? Hundred percent. Ten thousand percent. What's that, Steve? I like it better. I love Casino. I just watched that like last week. Uh, Jay thinks that Sonny's favorite movie is Adventures <laughs> in Babysitting. My my favorite movie you guys wouldn't like, so it doesn't matter. Tell us. Tequila Sunrise. Never oh, saw it. God. I, I, know, I, know, it. Great I know. I know. Goldie Hawn, isn't it? With Kirk no, Russell. No, 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 no. Kirk no, Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, that's Mel Gibson. Boy. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> is Overboard your favorite movie? No. Oh, now Murph jumps in and says, I think Sonny likes New Coke better. <laughs> no, but I do Pepsi like Coke Mark. Zero. I do like Coke Zero. Crystal Pepsi for Sonny. Crystal, Crystal Pepsi's Pepsi. good. <laughs> Fucking A. Oh, Jesus. All right. Do you name, name me some classic movies that are well-loved that you love. Because you always see what to equals be like, a classic movie, like a, a universal like movie that's a, name some that the people one, love that you you know the people love that you hate. Okay, it's all right. a wonderful what's life. It, what's your favorite movie from the seventies? Superman, Greece, like man. All right, Greece. Greece is good. Yeah, love Greece. Okay, what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite <laughs> drama? Like dr- like legitimate drama, like a like a well acted like Academy Award type movie. I don't I don't watch much drama. Again, I wanted to ask him. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Do you like that Christmas movie? Never seen it. What? How far? All right, I'm disconnecting. Bye. That's not that's not the Christmas movie I watch. Uh, Brad said that Sonny has never seen ET. Enough said. Logan's Run, oh. loved it. Thought it was great. Yeah. You ever seen uh, the movie? Josh Brown says if you haven't seen the menu yet, so good. Love. Yes, I heard the menu is awesome. I haven't seen it. Western. Anybody? We love westerns here. Yes, we all Shane? love Western. Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Yes. Anything with Clint Eastwood. King. King movie. High Noon. The, Shane. Dude, dude, Unforgiven is fucking epic. Unforgiven is good. Yes. <laughs> what? Sonny loves Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> Tombstone's great, Paul. Tombstone is great. Ryan Michael Scott says Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> That's a great movie. A, a, young, mix. a, young, woman's a young woman's <laughs> a busy man. I don't have time. Minsk. It, only, it has sidle nudity. Sidle nudity. <laughs> sidle nudity. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That's tough. Oh. Um, all right. So we're, we got through Sonny's movie pick. Tombstone. 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 Top five. You know what? In that smoke wagon. You know what yep. my son saw for the first time the other night with his buddies at school? And I can't believe. I mean, he's 18, so he's kind of like going back and looking at movies. He, he he watched Fight Club. Fucking loved it. Loved it. Fight Club? He, they're starting their own now. It's all right. It was okay. It was good. I think it's one of those movies, the first time you see it, it's fucking great because of the twist. Yeah. You know? Young uh, Guns. Loved it. Loved Mark, it. Mark, Young Guns. Mark, Mark Cole. We got stuck seeing Sack Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up seeing Channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the movie that you want? <laughs> you have selected Agent Zero. <laughs> Come, get out of there. What are you doing? What was the other one? You've selected Brown Eyed Girl. Brown Eyed Girl. The English patient. I hate it. I hate it. Oh my god. Bone Tomahawk. That fucking movie's incredible. I talked about that on our dorm damage episode about horror movies. I've never seen that. Oh, Scout, say hi to everybody. Scout. Yes. What are you doing, buddy? Scout doesn't uh, care. He's he's like, why is everybody still up right now? I'm supposed to be in bed. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you people? I know. Ooh, hello. Okay. The Big Lebowski. 
Meh. Okay. I saw it finally. It was all right. I like it. It was okay. You know what the problem is? I like Kingpin better. Kingpin is fucking incredible. Ah. <laughs> Dude, you know what the problem with the big you know you know what the problem with the big Lebowski was? I was so much older when I saw it, and by the time I saw it, everybody loved it. So when I saw it, I was like, eh. I felt like sunny. I was like, eh. Yeah. No country for old men. Fucking incredible. That one was a really favorite. good movie. That was a really good movie. One of my all-time favorites. Well, I Silver need to know Island what movies. I what I have to win everything. Oh. All right, get back to Kiss. Let's get, can we get back to bitching about Kiss? Kiss? Um, Sure. What else do we do? We always bitch about them. That's what we do. One of the one of the cool things I thought you guys uh, talked about too was uh, what would you what would you remix? Oh yeah. Um, it's funny. Everybody always jumps on on harder than hell for the for the obvious reasons, but. Don't you think it wouldn't it be weird if Harder Than Hell sounded like the debut album? Because we you're so used to hearing that like just sludgy, shitty mix. Yeah, but I don't want Hotter Than Hell to sound like the debut album. I That's want what I mean. Hell to sound like rock and roll over. I want it to. Sound I want like an Eddie Kramer. Right. I want an Eddie Kramer production. Somebody said that they can't do that. That it's like they can't. They can't oh, remix. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. But I, I know, you know, people take shots at crazy nights all the time. I'm fine the way it is, dude. I I, I kind of like the keyboards in it. I told you, I have I have that bootleg of it before it was final mix. Since that sounds fucking awesome, it's badass. It it sounds like pretty. It's it's. I mean, I love the way it is now because it was of the time. It was '87. It was keyboards. Still a sunny line. Does it still have some of the song, same songs on it? It can't be that good, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, when Reason to Live hit the My airwaves. Way? Oh. I was so proud to be a Kiss fan when Reason to Live hit the airways. I was the like, song. "There you go! They are now competing with everybody out there." And, and they didn't. They weren't because it was Kiss. Yeah. Yep. If that if that song was put out by ten other bands, it would have launched. One. It would, would have launched Absolutely. their careers. Absolutely. Yep. yep. We say that yeah. we say that all the time. Their their name and their brand was their own worst enemy in the eighties. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But it also helped them survive. But it did. It, it, did. it was he, a double-edged sword. Yeah. Paul does a solo album like Steve Perry did when he left Journey and had a couple of hits. Paul O'Sherry, does that yeah. on a solo album. Bam, number one. He, that would have been his O'Sherry. Exactly. Wait, you, wait, are you saying you're talking reason to live? St- yeah, yeah. Okay, Paul so would have saying- done that on a solo album. Okay, okay. Right? Just like yeah. Steve Perry did. Oh, yeah, number one. Yeah. I don't yeah. see Zeus, we talked about you. You, you see, I love the way Unmasked sounds because it's 1980. Oh, it's horrible. That would it's be the like one. That would be the I one like I would it. pick. No, yeah, that was like the no, But that's why I love Unmasked because it, mm. it's a it's a poppy, like it's a little fucking pop it's, album. It's what are you talking about? There's sounds, no bass. Do 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 do. Yeah. It still sounds as though it's coming out of a fucking bad boombox. Yeah, it's 1980. Yeah. Um, I, I just I look at Unmasked and I look at the other albums that I that I love from 1980 and, and Unmasked is not any of those. Dude, it's not gonna be. Well, you don't think it's I, I know it's that. Not but be these fans are, are doing this and he, they're doing this. So you you're trying to compare it to British Steel. Come on, you don't think it sounds like Blizzard of Oz? 
But but they're Kiss. They should be able to compete with these other bands, and they just put out a fucking turd. Because at that point, they were like, look, at that point, they were jovying themselves. Like, we're not just a hard rock metal band. We're uh, we want to be mainstream. We want to get. They weren't trying to compete with Priest. Instead of right, instead of looking, instead of looking at what was happening with the new wave of British heavy metal, they were looking at what was happening with like new wave. That's what they were doing. Yeah, they were thinking they're Rod Stewart, the Stones. Well, they're all putting disco kind of tracks, dance yep. music kind of out. Why can't we do that? It's the yep. it's the perfect prelude album to the Elder. Perfect. Completely different. No, but I know what you mean. But in the direction that they were headed, they were. You know, the, the, I thought Dynasty was great. I thought Dynasty. You know, the Elder is heavier than fucking Unmasked. The Elder is heavier than Unmasked. It's heavier than Unmasked. It is. Yeah, but like thematically for them, it's they were glam. They were getting in the you know the Vegas kiss, whatever they called them, and then then they uh, you know. But how did they get where they want to the point where they said we want to be uh, a critically acclaimed band? Was it because Unmasked didn't do great. I mean, there was the first time they didn't tour in the states. They did one goddamn show. Because I think that was what that that's when it started to turn into what is everybody doing? How can we be cool? Or or what's his name just did came off of the wall. Oh, we got to work with him. Let's work with him again. Shitty band, Ezrin, and let's do this, and that'll get us something. That's exactly it. We are looking for this. Let's do it. They went, oh, he just did a concept album, and we know Bob. Bob, do that for us. Okay. Josh Josh Brown just had the exact comment that I was just going to ask you guys. If The Elder was done by a band not named Kiss, would it have been... I would never have heard of it. Would would it have achieved what it it wanted to do? It is complete shit. No. I know, no, 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 I know, I know, but I'm wondering if because it had the Kiss name on it, no. it became a bigger piece of shit. No, you could have put Pink Floyd's name on it. It was shit. I don't know. Have you heard the wall? Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, this is for, the, wall. for the story, for the story for the elder, I don't give a shit what the fucking track order was. It didn't make any fucking sense. Oh, that was the other oh, big my. bullshit. Yeah, changing the track order to try to make it make more yeah. sense or change it to. But yeah. even if you did the original one that was supposed to be the way the story went, you're still like, what 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 the fuck is this about? Right. Right. Yeah, I think it was just a I mean, they acknowledged it was just a it's about making me money. It it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I am blown away. We talked about this. I am blown away that they acknowledged the 40th anniversary of it on in, in releasing the picture disc and the Oh, I, I and money because they know we're gonna buy it. If I bought it. Okay, that's which, which, not kiss. All right, which leads me to which leads me to believe that they have to acknowledge Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Then Ugh. they have to, but it's but, not. A, but, it's, but it's but how how are they gonna do that? It's it's not. They just gonna re release it on DVD? No, no. maybe but, they'll redo the movie. No, <laughs> they will. They're gonna release some. They'll they release some. Look, they know that everybody. They know that people are gonna buy shit. Okay. So if they put out a T-shirt, yeah. a, like a, a lithograph, a, a movie poster, they're gonna do. They're not gonna let it go by. I don't think they should just do an original motion picture soundtrack. Put in something that maybe if they ever have the concert and they could put that on and release as a double disc. Now, do you want do you want the the solo album songs around there or the porn 
Uh, no, solo. The, the porn tunes that were on the actual movie that we saw. The solo. Like the, right, right. Like the shaft chase scene move, uh, music. Right Between the Eyes podcast says, Kiss at Times was the person at a restaurant that looks over at the next table and says, oh, I want what they're having. That's a great, that's a good Sonny analogy. Sonny does that. Yeah. And Tom, 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 I will tell you, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Money was coming hand over fist. I agree. And money stops. If you want this business to go, you got to do something. I don't have a, pr- yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm right? with you. I mean, you don't, don't have a choice. do nothing. You got to do something. And you had right the on. guy, and yep. I don't know if he always gets all the credit he deserves because he gets a lot of shit, but you had a guy that could have that carried you through the 80s and had the talent to carry you through the 80s, which yep. was Paul. If you don't have Paul, Kiss is dead. There's no way they make it through the 80s with Gene. Can't nope. do it. Nope. I agree. I agree. And you're right. On paper, Bob Ezrin coming off the wall and then going back to Kiss and being like, hey, look at what we did for Killer. We're gonna put we're gonna make a fucking masterpiece for you guys. Brutal. Brutal. Right. It it failed. It fucking failed. If that's nope. Eddie Kramer instead, they go from Poncia to Kramer, I think you get a different band. He is the worst producer they've ever had. Who? Vinny Poncia is the worst producer. Dude, he produced Dynasty. I don't give a shit. I don't look at the Dynasty sound and be like, that's great. I just think fucking Unmasked is brutal. He didn't do Peter any favors on that. Hold on. And go ahead. Mark Flores says, I can't listen to somebody whose favorite 70s movie is Superman. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't name a 70s movie. I'm sorry. I like Superman. I think that's great. Hey, Jay says, look at Grease. Zeppelin. Say Grease. Jay, Jay says, look at Zeppelin. Less has always been more, and they are worth more money than ever before. More money than Kiss has ever been worth. Yeah, but that's because they're it's, it's Zeppelin. Zeppelin. It's, a, it's a different yeah. band. It's a different fucking monster. Yeah. It's tough to you can't compare Zeppelin to anybody. Yeah, so like it's like saying, oh well, you're not as big as the Beatles, so then everybody else must hang it up. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, that's that right. And uh, possibly other, Kiss is if they stop at Dynasty. Kiss is what bigger than Zeppelin? No, just bigger because they'd be considered classic then immediately. <laughs> If here's here's how I would look at it. If they had a Leonard Skinner type of accident and Gene or Paul was in it and the band said, you know, like Zeppelin, we can't go on. Oh my God. Do you remember them with the makeup? And then they came on the Mike Douglas yeah. show. Oh, people would be fucking losing their minds if they <laughs> ended in 78. Even if they ended right after uh double platinum. Yeah, if they if they ended with the makeup on top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. No solo albums, no kiss meets the phantom. And that's really technically what happened to Zeppelin is they kind of end top of the world, right? That's so right. but yeah. think about it. Can yeah, we really cool. say that 1980 to 1995 is what's making kiss money? No. 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 And you think about what it went after oh, Bonham survived. Well, after and after yeah, Bonham died, after Bonham died. Coda was just like a demo, like a yeah. But even in yeah. through the outdoor was not really a big. They had the punk influences. That was John Paul. Stuff. That was John Paul Jones's album. Yeah, I know, and that's my right. point because right. he was right. all fucking all heroined up. But I'm saying in through outdoor wasn't like this huge monster. But it and also were- has. But now in 2022, it also has two of their biggest hits. I don't like them, 
but the radio loves yeah, them. Yeah, I, I guess so, but I'm just what saying. What are those two songs? Fool in the Rain and All My Love. Fool in the Rain. Is uh, I actually like those two songs. Yeah, but, but th- those are huge, huge songs. In, in I mean, not for me, but and then Coda comes out as just like like the word Coda at the end. It's the yeah, end. literally throw. These only few songs we have. Yeah, it's like demos and unreleased shit. But. Um, but they still they called it quits, and right. everyone remembered the legendary band. But if Kiss, if you want to say Kiss is how big they could have been, they they would have to had some sort of they're, they're done. At after dine, uh, double platinum, and then but, think about it from 80 to 95, that music is peppered all over the movies because they are this just yeah. like Zeppelin was, yep, just like all these Who songs, the Beatles, the Stones. Yep. That would have been one of those guys, and they would have had all these Detroit Rock City would be one of the most popular songs ever. Right, just like rock and roll night kind of is anyway, but um yeah, I think it's a total different. Jay says if Kiss went from alive to into creatures, so if they skipped like Dynasty Unmasked Elder, went from alive to right to creatures. I don't know. I mean, I, look as as a as a diehard, I love all that stuff. I I love all the stuff that that I just like you know, like like Zeus, like your argument, like. I love Hot in the Shade, all 15 songs, because if, you know, I, I don't want to know what, what I would have missed if they didn't release all 15 songs. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to imagine them not doing The Elder. And I like that they did different things. I like <laughs> yeah, that they do. tried Unmasked, or they tried to do music from The Elder, or they tried. There's variety there. Everyone can have a different favorite, uh, I don't know, album or type of music that they played. If you want to, we all. So if you we we always talk about Paul like Sonny, you said earlier we always talk about crediting Paul with keeping Kiss alive all through the eighties into the nineties. But what if you flipped it the other way and, and you blame Paul? Meaning, meaning we said, oh, if Kiss ended with a live two and they went out on top of the world, but because Paul's in the band, he was never ever going to allow that to happen, right? Yeah, that's true. But I could tell you that. You get the right person in Paul's ear, and Paul is probably one of the biggest artists in the 80s I agree. as a solo act. He's talented. He's undeniable. Yeah. Undeniable He's talent. He's an undeniable songwriter, performer. You're right. You're right. And and I think it was his – I mean, you got to give him credit. They're, it's fucking 2023 almost, and they're still touring. You know, and that doesn't happen without him. I mean, for all the shit we give them. You know they're still doing this because they're still of him. doing it. They're still out right. there because of him. You know what I thought about as you explain that. So couldn't someone like Gene be like, Kiss would be a fucking legend if you if we, but you're not as talented as me, Paul. You couldn't yep. just go into the movie business and transition and be a star. You had to stick with this and you watered down the makeup legacy. Because if I did yeah. acting and then came back in '96. And put on the makeup again and we retoured. That would have been huge. But you soiled the brand because you can't act and be in movies like I can. And you made us put all these 80s shit together. I don't know if they soiled the brand. I think what they should have done was I think they should have put the makeup back on and like they did in 96 for the reunion. And I know I'm glad they I like the 80s, but I'm saying. They lost that. Hey, it's a classic I th- band. I think one of the things that fucked them up more than anything 
was trying was was doing the reunion and then trying to and then trying to do be both a legacy act and a band that re- releases new albums with Sonic Boom and Monster. All right, I'll I'll show you something, Tom. How about this? Remember the Eagles? They ended right after the long run, 1980. Yep. And they didn't come back till roughly around the same time as Kiss came back. Sick, not right. now, now, and they all were talented enough to do their 80s shit. But when the band came back, they exploded and were bigger than ever because yep. people missed that 70s, the nostalgia of the 70s Eagles. So if Kiss didn't have the 80s like the Eagles didn't, there'd be that even more nostalgia for them. Right. But what I'm saying is Kiss captured the nostalgia, but then they tried to take the nostalgia and turn it into new Coke with new albums that no one really wanted. Yeah. Same with the Eagles. They put out a double album. That was like, uh, uh, let's look at a couple comments. Here. Let's see what people are saying here. Uh, let's see. The makeup had to come off when it did. Well, yeah, we talked about that. Um, let's see. Scott Wheeler. It's all the stuff that kiss did that keeps us thinking and talking about them. There are so many versions and sounds to Kiss, which is unique among the genre. Disco, pop, grunge, love songs, glam, hair metal, hard rock, metal concept. They tried it all. I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, Paul Heider says Kiss might have been better off ending it in 2000. Emmanuel Martins, this is good. Regretting a bad album decision would be like regretting a bad life decision. Interesting. Yeah, one, one thing leads you to the next. You know, exactly. I mean, it's true. You, you, you make a mistake with something, you learn for it, and you know, hopefully, you you know, don't don't do it again. But you know, and and they they did that in a good way and a bad way. When you look at Revenge, you know, they they booted Vinny out with his bullshit. They brought him back, and you know, the songs had a little more, little more crack to them when when Vinny came back to write those songs for Revenge. So, but I mean, at least they knew enough to not say, you know, let's come back in the band or, or have a, a more uh you know bigger you know get that relationship totally back so at least they they knew enough to listen just write with this guy and like that's it well i think paul paul and gene say it all the time if if there was no elder there'd be no creatures you know, they, they did creatures as a as an as a response to the failure of the elder right you know so i mean yeah i mean if, if for all the people out there that absolutely love creatures you can thank the elder for creatures existing, right? Yeah, the uh, Tim makes a, a good comment. We've talked about this before. Let's say Eric never passed. What happens? Obviously, they bring Peter back, right? Yeah. And then Peter gets annoyed. Do they bring Eric Carr back and say, put on Peter's makeup? Eric would have never done it. He would have never done it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Eric would have never put on Peter's makeup. No. And as we know, that relationship with Paul wasn't great anyway. Exactly. I think what you have is an Eric Carr book that tells it all and tells you all the shit that you want to know about all the inner workings. And he pisses Paul off, and Eric never comes back. Yeah. Eric is in the same. He, him, and him and Vinnie Vincent are, are rowing the same boat. Behind the kiss cruise. I, I don't think there's I don't think there's any way Eric Carr would ever put on the Catman makeup. Nope. No, I do. No way. I do. I think he really? was, I, no I, I and here's why. I think he was miserable, put up with more shit, but he put up with it. 
Hey, we're gonna. Eddie was talking about. It. He goes, "Yeah, I'm bullshit. They're fucking using tra- uh, They're using drum machines and all that." He put up with it. He was. He want. He felt they were treating him like shit. Yet he still wanted to be in the band. But there were no. They weren't in makeup at that time, though. No, when I, that, when- my point is like I think he enjoyed. Like he wanted to be part of Kiss, and he would have done anything to stay in Kiss. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's my. I think that's part of it. I think he enjoyed drawing i think he enjoyed songwriting i think he ends up producing trying to do his own stuff maybe as a cartoon thing like he'd be one of those guys that got like his hands in 15 different things yeah and he just from from cinderella yeah there you go say it again steve what like fred Corey from cinderella yeah cinderella was done he's doing how a lot of hollywood like soundtrack uh, for tv shows and uh producing and all that kind of stuff i i could i i sadly agree with Sonny that he definitely would have, I think he would have been able to delve into that stuff with just the, you know, the, the kind of street cred that he had that he, you know, a guy in kiss, let's, let's see what this guy's got to do. And he was even with the drawing and everything. And, and I, I, I think he would have landed on his feet pretty good. Cause I'm even if car makes it all the way through carnival, right? The minute they bring Peter back, Eric has got both middle fingers in the air, and he ain't ever coming back. Well, Jack brings up an excellent point. Eric Carr knew he was out when Paul took Eric Singer on his solo tour. Think of that. Yeah, no, he he was. Well, he always said he, he was, that you're the guy that's going to replace me. He yeah, always said that, but he still stayed. Oh yeah, and of course he stayed. Like, keep me, keep me. Yeah, but we don't know where his health was at that point. Right. And we oh, just, really I'm no. just saying to you, he put up with a lot of shit. So I don't know why everyone thinks that he immediately like, oh, this is beneath me. That's all well, I'm saying. Well, the thing is, too, say say Eric Carr lives, right? And, uh, you know, they bring Peter back and he does the sunny, you know, two, fa- two middle fingers up in the air and he, he's heading out the door. Now, when shit falls apart with Peter again and they say, you want to come back? He comes back. I don't think so. Will he wear well, Peter's no. makeup? No way. No, I, he, no I come back way. as the fox. I, I think I think that's. I wonder like, if you could convince the band to come back as the Fox too, or does the band say no? Nah, you can't do that. I, say, I don't see why the band doesn't go. Now we can sell five faces. I, I honestly, and and I, I've said it from day one. I don't know why. I mean, and I know their legacy with the, the Catman, the Spaceman, especially from Gene's point of view. I would have bought all new Kiss shit and new, uh, you know, ones of these guys and stuff like that. If they if they had Eric and Tommy in in new makeup, I don't give a shit if it's the dog or the turtle or whatever the fuck Paul likes to say. They would have come up with something cool, and it it, it would be you know I, I'd have the new shirts with the new guys on it. I'd have the new fucking bobbleheads. I I, I would have gone for that. Yeah, change your number four to number one. That's yeah, that's why you would have all this. I, I will say this: <laughs> having Ace, I mean having Tommy and Eric Singer. When you look to buy Kiss merch on Kiss Online or anything, like, oh, that's Tommy and A. Like, that definitely gets me away from that shit. Like, I'm not buying anything. If I have my choice, I'm buying it with the four original. I'm not buying anything with fucking Tommy's face on it if I have, if I don't have to. So, yeah, you're right, Steve. If they had fucking Bruce as the dog and Eric as the fox, yeah, I'd probably buy that. But seeing Tommy as the spaceman, nah. You know, well, it's funny, Zeus. That's interesting because I I say it all the time. I don't mind it seeing them on stage. 
I'm not buying a fucking T-shirt with it unless it's a concert T-shirt from the end of the road. Yeah, because you were there, right? That right? When you go on this online and you see all the shirts up there, is anyone really going, yeah, I'm going to buy how that about, fucking Tommy face? How, how about the shirt? And forgive me because I, I, I don't remember if it was an authentic Kiss shirt or not. But it was like a reprint of the Spirit of 76 with Eric and Tommy. Do you remember that? That's just wrong. Do you remember that, Sonny? Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, wow. I don't own. I love Tommy and Eric. Me too. I don't have any problems with Tommy and Eric. Me too. I don't own any shirts that have Tommy or Eric on them. Don't own it. The only one I own is no. the end of the road. Yeah, the the I have some Tommy and Eric stuff in here. Tommy yeah. signed a couple of things for me. Eric's drumsticks. I got dr- his drum head, like uh, pictures with them and that kind of stuff signed. Yeah. Because, you know, they're members of KISS. But I don't have any shirts with them on them. And we got now. So obviously we know Tim torches, Paul. I I still just don't get how, because that guy is playing uh, the spaceman. You stop liking the band. Every fucking band that's like got members that are 60 and 70 years old has not got the original members anymore. What do you but fucking do? It's so I fucking, think, I don't get it. But the difference, the difference, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. The difference is the spaceman and the spaceman persona is an ace thing. It's a kiss thing. It's not a kiss thing. It's so, an ace. It's an ace thing. So Zeus, here's here's so how uh, here's done? how you have no kiss at, because Ace doesn't uh, want to come back because he's too fucking lazy. No, you create a new character like you did with Vinny and Eric. So Zeus, here here is how it is for me. I identified with Ace because he with the spaceman because he was a little spacey, looked like he was always kind of a little drunk, and I'm like, you know what, that dude fits kind of my personality in my 20s 30s right so that's my guy tommy there's not my guy so i just go okay well i guess i'll just go follow ace he's just not in the spaceman costume anymore but it's ace that was my guy it was not the spaceman okay so you'd rather not see kiss after ace left no it doesn't matter to me i just want my point why is it a problem like i have to not like Kiss? oh that i don't understand. i didn't say that No, no no i didn't say that that's my friend Tim Bream. No, no, no. My point I'd probably is- still be a fan if they gave him new characters. They didn't give him new characters, so now I can't like the band anymore. No, 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 no. No, no. I want to understand his mentality. But is the my question. Point. But the question is, here's the here's the problem that pisses people off. Kiss did it once. They gave Vinny the Ankh Warrior. They gave Eric the Fox. So you've done it before. Why did you stop doing it? With because they, because it's their band. They decided not to. I don't know. I don't care. Of but I'm saying, right, why do you not like the band going forward? Hold on, Tom. I think it's because it coincides with the era of the band that was not successful. Oh, I agree. I agree. That's I why you don't do it again. No, look, I still I don't think that's the reason why they weren't successful, though. That's not not the reason. No, no, no. It represents an unsuccessful re- era. There you go. Okay. And there's yes. no reason to go back to that. Yeah, but that's not the cause and the effect. Uh, Tim, you're way off. Tommy's a fucking great guitarist. You're way off. Yeah, what do you say? I he just think Tommy I just think that Tommy does not do the 80s stuff any justice. I, I agree. Not Steve, that type yep, of player. Yep, yep. Steve, I, I agree with you. I agree. He, he, but he Ace do wouldn't do it either. No, 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 no. Nope. No, nope, I agree. 
great. Look at Mark Arnold. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. I just don't understand how now I'm not going to like Kiss. I'm going to shit on them for the rest of their fucking career. I'm not, yeah, that part, I don't no, I'm no. not talking about you. I'm asking the no, guys like saying, the Sims in the I world. Like, I like possible. I like Tommy as a guitarist. I think he's a, I, I like him as a vocalist. I wish he sang more. I think he's a good guitar player. But Tommy as the spaceman singing shock me and shooting rockets out of his gun, it doesn't – does it bother me? I still go see them. But that's – he's aping – the A stuff. I agree with you, buddy. All I'm saying is I get that. And we're talking, I think, passage. I'm just saying the, there's many like the Tims that are like, fuck Kiss now. That's not the real band. I, I want to know. Just, dude, look at who we just had on for our 200th episode. Eddie Trunk. Yeah, he I know. Has- and that's why I'm saying I don't. I still don't understand. Oh, that's all for that album? Yeah, I, I stopped listening. But I also think that might be. But He's I got also a think- personal thing with them. because I was just going to say it's. A- He's friends with Ace and Peter, and so he, he has a different wrong. That's right, wrong. he's he's coming from a different like, angle. He's how do you seen, go like, oh, I won't like them anymore because now they use this guy? I mean, come on, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I I think we talked about this before. <laughs> Tommy needs Tommy to needs go to back to black and who? <laughs> That's exactly what I say. Ultimately, I think what Kiss is getting ready to do is to, like we talked about, I think they're getting ready to do like Blue Man Group. There's the demon, there's the star child, there's the catman, there's a spaceman. Doesn't matter who's behind the makeup, they're characters in a in a show, and that's going to be it. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, it will be disappointing when that day comes. But the fuck, we're all Kiss Ryan, Mike, all Ryan Michael Scott. That is a OG Sam Adams Boston Lager. There you go. Yeah, Bud Light. No, it's not a Bud Light. Only one of us that drinks that kind of shit. <laughs> Are you pointing up to Zeus, Steve? <laughs> no, I'm pointing at Steve. I, I don't know. I can't I get my angles right. right. <laughs> that's a, that's like a last ditch effort. If it's the only thing I will drink, Bud. <laughs> Jay wants Kiss to have new person, new characters: a pizza maker and a cyclist. <laughs> a okay. juggler. There he got juggler. one. Yeah, I don't know. I just, to me, it, it, there's plenty to shit on him about. <laughs> the other stuff, I think, is just ridiculous. You well, know, I you think, listen to him or you don't. I think you. I think the. I think the ultimate point is this. Well, for for me at least, as a as a lifelong fan since age five, I think we deserve the right, or I have the right to like be like. I'm going to see the band. I'm giving them my money. I'm going to see the end of the road tour, but. I don't like X, Y, and Z about the band, as opposed to these other people that are just like you. You either it's it's not it's not hundred percent both ways. I love the band, but I'm not thrilled with what they're doing right now. I guess mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way. Can we stop using X, Y, Z and use ABC instead? Because X, Y, Z is a great band. So is ABC. <laughs> poison arrow. Shoots that poison arrow. That's the look of love. I don't listen or like any of that shit. You know it. That's the look. That's the look. look. See the look of love. Look. Anyways, we've been at it for almost three hours here. Uh, Anything else you want to get to before we wrap up? Sleep. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Zeus. Go ahead. Anything else? We almost have been at it three hours. Anything else you want to get at? At you know. Before we, we wrap up, what can we fight about before we wrap it up? 
How about your uh, bootleg shirt? My oh, Kiss Vision. Awesome. Oh, no, I, Man, I will. Those, I will, those I will, were fantastic. We go to the I, Kiss Expos and we'd grab them every time we were there. I'm telling Love you right now. Back when these were available on eBay, it was f- oh. All right, Ooh, how's this for a question for you? More relentless, sinking Stanley or Roy Dam? I don't think Roy Dam's doing anything relentless. He's not. I don't know. He's kind of. He's he he's hiding in the bushes. Hey, oh, I, I got to say about uh, sinking Stanley. He sticks to his guns. He's not. He's. He's right he's there with his opinions, you know, um, and he's not I, I wanna, and, and I, I respect that. All right. One last thing I want to kind of get off my chest here about these things is I don't give a fuck about this fucking revenge army kiss or these fucking Loomis shit. I am. That is so off. Like, go fuck yourself and your shitty videos with no fucking sound. And anything else that you guys put out there, and the forty people that jerk off to it and put up, oh, I hear he's coming on fucking Easter Sunday. Well, I think the pro- the problem is people releasing videos and being like, no audio, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching this for then? Just you don't watch like- videos without audio. I do. Porn? Do you give a fuck? I said I watch videos without audio. Why you got to go there? Because I know that's what you're referring to. (laughs) (laughs) You put on the captions for your porn. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't want to talk about porn. Heavy panting. Heavy Heavy (laughs) panting. Can we get back to the fucking out of Sonny's porn shit and talk about these fucking get this shit out? Because we don't have to talk about it on our show, but let's get it out of here. I don't fucking give a shit about that Luma shit. Do any of you? Yes, I'll tell you why I give a shit about it. I, I, the actual, the okay, the actual content when it's released, yeah, I'm into it. I'm interested. I'm a Kiss fan. The drama that surrounds all of it, get the fuck out of here. It used to be fun. The drama. Who yeah. is it? Once you get past, who is it? I don't give I don't, a. Fuck. I don't care. I don't care who it is, Steve. Go I don't ahead. Care who it is. I, I want to. I, I, I'm a Kiss fan. Diehard Kiss fan. Been fans in '76. I want to see shit that I have not seen before. Yeah, I do, but I don't care uh, that you know. And, and I know there's the you know the, the collectors group or whatever that have all this this crazy shit. But um, I'm happy to see what what's released, and I'm not worried about like uh, you know who's getting sued over whatever. If, right. it's, if it's on YouTube right. and it comes out, I'm gonna watch it right and right. and enjoy it for just because it's Kiss, not because it's. Ooh, it's a forbidden something that someone shouldn't have released, and all. I, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I just want to see stuff that I haven't seen before, and and enjoy it for what it is. And if it's up for for two days, it's up for two days. And if you miss it, you miss it. Um, although I do have uh, some people that you know record all that shit, so I have all the stuff that well have it on the way that is uh, all that stuff that when it came out. But I don't care about no all that that drama shit i mean it it, in zeus you were right i think i think zeus said it or or you or tom that it was it was cool like the the drama the beginning of it you know this and that and then it just got fucking boring and it was just like talking out of their ass something without there being a, a major uh you know story behind it or whatever just like like people are hoarding like 20 seconds of kiss playing at uh you know the 
the uh, the roller skating rink and in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, in 1975. Like yeah. there's 10 seconds of, of film from that. And oh, and you know, I, I paid ten thousand dollars for that or whatever the fuck. I, I I don't care. And like, I wish I had that kind of money to throw around for shit like that. But I'm happy to see it. If someone puts it out there, I'm I'm glad to watch it. I don't give a shit about the drama or the story behind it. I just want to enjoy it for what it is because it's Kiss. They're my band. I want to check it out and fuck all that other. Here's bullshit. here's why I'm getting more annoyed about it though. Stephen Moore. Stephen Moore says it perfectly. Give us the footage, not the drama. That's it. Honestly, I don't think any of us deserve the footage. If the fucking guy paid for it, he owns it. It shouldn't be out there. He can put it out wherever he oh, wants. Oh, I don't care about that. Like, okay. I don't want to begrudge anybody because they bought it and they don't want to release it. It's their fucking shit. I'm not entitled to it. I'm not I never entitled said to anything. No, no one ever said they were. What I'm saying oh, is if it's... Yeah, if they do. Oh, yes, they do. On that fucking webpage. Oh, yeah, no, no. Whatever, yeah, fuck that's that. those people. Here's my... Let yeah. me vent. This is what I want to vent about. The fact is you got a fucking group of them that feel entitled to that they deserve all this shit. And if uh, Julian Gill bought something and it's his, and he's not fucking really fuck off. He paid for it. Or even fucking meatloaf dinner guy. I, I bought like good. It's his. Let him fucking have it. He doesn't deserve to give it to me. It's not my yeah. fucking business. To if you pay for it, it's yours to do with what you want yeah, to do. Like, but the people are like, oh, you need to show it. I'm entitled. Like, go fuck yourselves. Fuck off. I'd rather Kiss release these in nice footage and I'll see it when it comes out. Here's I don't give one. a fuck. Kurt Meglin said maybe Sam Loomis has all the Dubai tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I have never been into bootleg live shows. Yeah. By really anybody. Yeah. I love finding unreleased songs. Yeah. That may not be available in other places, right? And you'll you'll hear one of your favorite artists did a cover of so-and-so song, but they never yep. released it or whatever. Yeah. Love it. Want to hear that stuff. Like give me not for the innocent with Paul and Gene doing it. And I can understand, okay, here's where it was at. And this is where it got to yes. versus 13 minutes of a shaky video. That's got shitty audio for some dumbass that stuck a camera up their ass in the asylum in 86. Like I know yep. things. Thank you. I, I'm the same way. I have no interest in but I know that others do. So if you yeah, like that, that's whatever. great. It's yeah. there for you. But you're not fucking entitled if somebody bought it. And why aren't they leaking it? I should I, have that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that. No doubt. But, yeah. but my, well, all I'm saying is when stuff drops, there's that little like eight-year-old kiss fan. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, like, like there was something the, the last drop that came out. We talked about it. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, Zeus. It was stupid, but it was outtakes of the show sure No something video. With oh my god, face. so stupid! It was sunny. I it was watched it, sunny. It was completely stupid because it lasted about fifteen minutes. Yeah. But I when you watch about twenty to thirty seconds, like that's kind of cool. It's the band, and then after that, it's like okay, it's gone. I'm like okay, that's kind of cool, and then, and then they release like some Houston footage. There was no audio. I'm like, okay, you watch it for 30 seconds. Okay, that's kind of cool. It's something new. It's kind of exciting. It kind of piques your interest as like that young Kiss fan. But the drama behind who owns it, who who should have it, who shouldn't have it, who's going to burn it, who's going to sell it, get fuck off with all of that. Yeah, entitlement. Like, I'm entitled to this. I'm a Kiss tard. I should be able right, to have right, it. Right. You're not fair because you're hoarding it. No, right. they bought it, you fucking asshole. And it's their shit. 
They don't have to do with what you want to do with it. Exactly. Right. So Tim says, you know, how could I not like Cabo, uh, Cobo Hall or uh, Winterland or Summit? It's not that I don't like those, Tim. I want it professional, like Zeus is saying, and have Kiss release it because I would love to see a yes. professionally shot Winterland full. Well, I love there. it. I would love it. I know when they released it on Cosology, and I loved seeing right. it. Yeah, and, but and, I don't want to cool. see it with shitty audio. Yeah, right. with some guy. Yeah, and some of that was shaky. Yeah. yeah. But like exactly. imagine seeing that in color. That'd be freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's awesome in black and white, but like imagine think, seeing that show in color would have been insane. I think the, the problem is all the in-house cameras in Winterland at that time was all black and white, I believe. There was yeah, no, but I mean imagine if there was if that oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That but be I believe there were some like asylum concerts where like halfway through the concert. It fucking skips to a different song and different. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I'm not wasting my time with that shit. I don't want to see skipping songs and things like that. It might be interesting because you never seen anything before. But I, like, I'm not wasting my time on that stuff. You know, here's here's a couple of good questions here. People are talking about like a like a subscription service, an online service. Zeus, you you brought up like the app, the streaming service. But yeah. it all comes. But it all comes back to what Sonny said. Why? That why yeah. do they? Have, they're not. They're not going to do it. They don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to. They don't care. I like money, which is why. Which is why when they start the end of the road tour, it's going to be the exact same stage, the exact same costumes, the exact same set list. The end of eternity. The exact same T-shirts. It's all going to be the same. And the and money talks. If people keep buying, they're not going to change. Tom, remember yeah. when we went to the end of the road, and then COVID. And then they came back, and we were like one of the first. I forget. I, I forget the date. It was August. And we were like, we're like, let's go to the merch. Let's go to the merch. And we're like, dude, it's the same fucking merch from two years ago. It was the exact. St- I'm like, you got to be fucking. It's been two years. You don't even have one new design. The only thing that's different are the tour dates on the back. That's it. Do you wonder how cheap they are? It's like the Bruins when I go to the end of the year and the playoffs end and the rally tiles and opening night you go and you get the rally tiles. It's like playoffs 2021. <laughs> right. You right. bastards. That's right. the shit. So yep. could we agree? I think we would all agree that Gene Simmons is a good businessman. Sure. He knows how to make money. Of course. Well, okay. According to Paul, that's the best thing he's done is to show people that he is a good businessman, yeah. even though he's not. So follow me here. There is a possibility because they can make money with what they're doing now. Yes. There is a possibility that Gene has something set up that's very much like the Prince estate. And it's like, look, I ain't going to live forever. When I die, this is what you release over the next 20 years to make the Simmons great, great grandchildren millions of dollars makes sense this is what everybody wants release it after i'm dead well, i can make money this way right now yeah, because he can sell he's selling end of the road shit right now yeah. sell the old stuff after i'm dead and i well, can't I was say here's a good question look at two of the biggest or i'm sure there's more but i'm off the top of my head two of the biggest artists to continue to sell ridiculous amounts of merch specifically music is Jimi hendrix and prince and Presley and Elvis, obviously Elvis. Yeah. I'm, now I'm not comparing Kiss to Elvis or Hendrix or Prince, but I'm saying you might be right, Sonny. After, but the problem with this is if we're believing that Kiss is going to continue as a Blue Man Group type of thing, 
then that's never going to happen, right? No, it could still happen because a blue man group is not going to be Prince has tribute bands all over the place. There's a Vegas show now and the okay, estate is still selling stuff. But is but if Kiss continues, are they going to continue as a tribute band? Like well, how, yeah, are they gonna, how are they going to, how are they going to, you know, because it, well, wouldn't it be difficult to continue to sell archival stuff while the band is still, because right now Prince is passed. So there's nothing official Prince. Hendrix has passed. There's nothing of, none of those people are officially performing. Yeah, Kiss won't be performing in Vegas either. But what I'm saying is, if 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 an officially Kiss sanctioned act is out there performing, how yeah, are they going to be think, able to? Con- yeah, I think they're still okay. I hope so because you you'd still buy it. Of course I, I would. Of course I would. Yeah, that like, would be my retirement plan. To be honest with you, I, I don't you, need to release it right now. Would you see Kiss in Vegas? The new Kiss with a whole show, supposedly great with your wife and kid, but then also buy a new DVD of the Absolutely. Rock and Roll and Rock and 100%. Roll Over Tour, right? That's, that's yeah, the do Zeus. I'm doing it with Prince now. I go to every Prince tribute thing and I buy stuff off the estate all the time. Zeus, that's the way to do it. D- double dip. Hey, here's 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 the the Kiss experience on tour. And then here you go. Here's a 1977 Houston Blu-ray. Yep. Uh, yep. Somebody brings up a good point. Kiss does not sell any non-makeup merch, like T-shirts, etc. It's a shame. They don't. They completely whitewash that part yeah. of their career. Yeah, it's not available out there. Oh, you can oh, get it bootleg. You can get it bootleg, but you can't get it on the other. The way. only thing that they acknowledged was the 30th anniversary of Hot in the Shade when they sold the. Uh, oh, I take that back. And Revenge. They acknowledge Revenge. But asylum that's kind of universal's thing more than anything. Hey, let's it's well, that's, anniversary. See, that I don't know. Like I don't see like them say, why would they pass that up? That's not hurting their legacy if they're like, hey, it's the 30th anniversary of Crazy Nights, or it's this. Why not? Yeah. Well, that, they're not doing well, a box set treatment of it. Well, I mean, now you're getting into the whole thing who's behind the box set. Yeah. We talked about that. Who's behind the sun? When we when we did the Virginia Beach review, well, like holy fuck, there was no way Paul rubber stamped this approval because it's the worst <laughs> he's ever sounded. Yeah, right. Like, there's no way Paul. Like, you got to wonder who's behind those off the soundboards. It, it goes back to the Kiss Cruise. I'll never forget. Yeah. We had two different people who seemed both of them seemed to know. I got two different answers. Oh, Paul Stanley and Doc pick every band. They do all this stuff. And somebody else goes, do you think the band's complaining where they're, where they're playing on the cruise has anything to do with Paul? You think Paul's like, oh, put Buck Cherry over here and put yeah. Black Savage over there. He doesn't even know who's on the ship. And then somebody ship. else yeah. told me that oh, you call, it's Doc and Paul. They pick everybody. No they way. I don't like that. Paul ain't fucking putting don't a, don't a shit about that. that. Stephen yeah, Moore, that's what I thought, but that I got two different answers. Stephen Moore, how did Kiss miss the boat with Hot Topic and Target T-shirts that everybody under thirty wears now? They didn't miss the boat. They're at Walmart. Yeah, uh, they're at Target. They sell them in the women's section. The, yep. In Target, women's they sell. They still they sell. They sell, they, sell a, they sell a Dynasty shirt. There's a whole catalog of them at Kohl's. You're right. Yep. So um, uh, we have a playing card with a. Uh, we have a playing card with Paul. We have a playing card with Gene. Yep. Wish we had a playing card with Ace. Uh, Sonny, Kurt Meglin wants to know what is the best newer Prince release from the estate? Uh, 1983 in a microphone. Oh, if you okay. don't have that, you got want two that. Turntables in a microphone. Okay. 1983 uh, in a microphone. 
Let's see. A couple other comments here. Oh, Cliff King says, kiss at the Rio with Penn and Teller. Uh, Don't laugh. They'll be doing shit with uh, Carrot Top. They're buddies. Gene's buddies with them. (laughs) Carrot Top. (laughs) Wasn't that one of his characters? uh, Kim will answer. Isn't that one of his? Josh Josh brings up a good point. When I talked about them releasing the merch for Hot in the Shade in Revenge, he says, yeah, but that's only with Leon in the statue. Their faces are not on it. He's right. They're not. No. And it looks like a bootleg shirt, to be honest. It doesn't look that great. Which one? That Target one. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Hot yeah. in the Shade one. It looked very bootleg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's, that is true because those, those are yeah, fresh those official revenge shirts, which are awesome, that the band's not on them. It's no, just yeah. artwork of the skull, the no, statue no, no, no or whatever. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Carrot bottom. Carrot bottom. <laughs> Josh Brown says the gold experience vinyl is absolutely the best. Such an underrated record. Yeah, I don't have well, that. Well, we hit the three uh, hour mark. Yeah, I think that might be uh everybody want to sign off, give their final thoughts or whatever. Oh, down the bottom, Tom. Will there be another Pearl Jam album review crew? Of course there will be. Absolutely there will be. It's just going to be a wonder of which one it's going to be. There's just a thousand bands before that have to come up before Uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, I I can't tell you how annoyed I am with that shit. It's you. you, We have so many albums to get to, and you're like, I only get three fucking albums a year. We could change that. It's too fucking much. Too much work. It's not that easy. It's easy. It's not that much. It's easy. <laughs> Paul Heider, thanks, guys. Faces for TVs. I don't know. Uh, I guys, think- thank you. This is this is Steve and Sonny. This is I'm so glad you guys had the time to join us tonight. Yeah. This is a blast. Um, again, Saturday night, 200 episodes. Our friends, Steve, Sonny, you guys are awesome. Obviously, we don't need to tell you that, but we're going to tell you anyways. Um, so thank you. you. All the yeah. listeners, everybody out there commenting, you guys are the best. We love you guys. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, let, let me just say congratulations once again, guys, for uh, 200 episodes. Uh, welcome to the uh, 200 or over club. Thank you. And, yes. Um, you know, for as much as I, you know, Sunny and I bust one another, I'm not sure what order they're on that everyone can see. Sunny's <laughs> over there for me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, love you guys. Uh, yeah. I, I've been with you guys since the beginning and I, I appreciate you guys uh you know throwing us out out there name checking us uh you know, on episodes. and uh i have a great time doing this and we had an awesome time on the kiss crew sunday i wish you were for as yep. big of a dick as you are i wish you were on the kiss crew. <laughs> we, we had an excellent time and um and i will i will be with we'll be with sunny on the monsters of rock cruise this year and awesome. uh you know for myself and uh bc bb and dylan on potter than hell Congratulations, guys. Keep up the good work. And uh Thank love you. you guys. And uh hope everybody stays safe out there. And I hope everybody has a great holiday season. Um, you know, Christmas, uh, New Year's, uh, Hanukkah, yeah. Kwanzaa, whatever the hell you celebrate, or if you don't have a good time anyways, just everybody be safe and have a good one. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. You're right. a nice guy, Steve. Right, he always gets sentimental when he has too many fucking coronas. That's what part of the problem is. I well, 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 it's that it's that Sunny plus he's a good guy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's I, the thing. Everyone's always like, Steve's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. No, I want to say, I also want to say congratulations on two hundred. I'll tell you, uh, it's been fun to be on the ride with you. 
because I've had the opportunity to be on the ride with you several times, right? Or shit, every month, right? Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, I've said it tons of times. To meet new friends at the age and the curmudgeonness, is that a word, that I'm at? It's true. It's unbelievable. Yes, it's true. Through a hobby that I've always had, but I haven't had, except for Tony, really anybody talked about it. And, you know, he's kind of a pain in the ass, so you can't really talk to him about it all the time, right? So um, just making new friends is just unbelievable at the ages that we are. Because think about it. You don't really got room for new friends. Like, eh, come on. Dude, I always use the podcast. I don't think I've made a new friend in 20 years. I always always use Matthew Broderick's line from Cable Guy. I just don't have room in my life for any more friends. (laughs) 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 You know, I just don't. Yeah, so congrats on 200, guys. I'll tell you, you guys know, doing a podcast every week is a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It just is. Yeah, you can say that. A lot of work. And at times it's fun, and at times it's like, oh, I don't feel like this. It's a lot. Yep. Right? So to do it 200, there isn't very many podcasts that make it that far, to be honest with you. Thanks, guys. You're the best. We love you. Steve, Sonny, everybody out there. All the commenters that joined us tonight. Zeus. Everybody, obviously, love you guys. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. You like Magellan? Oh, yeah, my favorite explorer. Around the world, come on. Who do you like? I like DeSoto. DeSoto, what did he do? He discovered the Mississippi. Oh, yeah, like I wouldn't have found that anyway. (laughs) 